You're listening to episode number 219 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon and Caesars Entertainment. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Or you can, of course, just give us money by donating via PayPal. A link to that is also available at 360vegaspodcast.com. Warning, the hosts enjoy doing the show and as a result, laugh a lot. If you don't like that, fuck off and don't listen. We don't care. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pools, the casino, big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? I want to gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. Oh, well, there we go. I'm excited. <laughs> Welcome back, <laughs> listeners. I know, right? Oh, reunited and it feels so, so you good. You remember that tweet that Alistair said about Mark hasn't lost his snark? And I said, no, nah, it's just been pent up. Yeah, get ready, folks. Yeah. Oh, she said she has <laughs> anything that happened in the show is almost 100% her fault because I keep trying to just like you wonder why it gets My so extreme. Yes, because you're unshockable at this point. I can't say anything that you even you even look at me like really like you're just like whatever. I'm not even reacting to this. Like going, I will come up with the worst shit you've ever fucking heard of, woman. You will look at me. <laughs> oh. so, so I need to apologize to listeners in advance. You're. <laughs> What you're about to hear is apparently all my fault. I feel so good being back. To be honest with you, I know we did a show a couple weeks ago, but to be honest with you, it felt like we were kind of sneaking, you know, and it was like... Oh, okay, it was, because we were hoping he was going to stay quiet. We hope the kid does. So speaking of which... Yeah, he's good. Puppy update. Well, he's not completely good. Yeah. So went back in for six-week x-rays, and everything is looking really good, so they let him out of kennel confinement two weeks early. Which, nice. Yes, thank God. Nice. So he's still, yeah. we, we're still not supposed to let him run and jump, which okay. without drugs is not possible. And, it, and, and it, it basically just means we have to make the effort to stop him from running and jumping when he does it. Yeah. Leashes don't sure. mean shit. Like, none of these things mean anything. It's The boy's fucking 100 pounds and not even two years old. It, he's going to do these things. I don't care. I mean, unless that's, you fucking. That's why drugs are still involved. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> we got to, for him, not for maybe, well, sometimes for us too, but mostly no, but for him. But it's not even, uh, see, this is the, the amusing thing about this dog. And I, I know people anthropomorphize their dogs and and like oh he's like me he's like me but here's something that's really interesting one of the issues that i've always had with the fucked up shit in my head or, or whatever is that i become very uh what, what's the word where you get really used to drugs and you're like oh it doesn't work intolerant yeah okay so this little shit does the exact same thing yep. like he was on 
like human doses Prezidone. of yes. fucking uh, uh, sedatives yep. and wore out of it in like three days. And they're like, okay, well, we got to get him on another one. So bad that when we dropped him off. As soon as we off, switched. Well, he, no, no, he was... no, no, no. When we dropped him off to go on our Vancouver trip, we dropped him off at the doctor. He was on one dosis. It was tripled by the time we came back. Yeah. Oh, my and, gosh. And we switched on that a few days after because they're like, yeah, he's he's tolerant of it again. You got you to gotta go to... To another sedative. So we're we're literally with this guy. We have two different sedatives that we go four or five days on one, switch over to the other one, and go four or five days. And when and when I mean <laughs> sedative, I don't mean like you're in a hospital and you're kind of sleeping constantly. I'm like, oh, take some morphine. I'm going back to sleep. You're like going, this keeps this guy from full blast running and crazy roughhousing and doing these things. It just kind of gets him to be like on. So right, guys, what's funny? I, I kind of want to play Tony. That so. you'll appreciate this. So instead, when he decides he wants attention, he stands up and just walks over to you and just stares at you and he pants. <laughs> He's like, and, and I'm not gonna pant. Just kind of gets in your face, like, hey, 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 what's up? Hey, can, can, we, can we do something? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is cute. Oh, that's so cool. It is. Oh, cute. I'm so glad to hear that he's bouncing back. Yeah, it's and so, so we, we go back in actually on Valentine's Day, which will be another six weeks um, for X-rays, and if those are clear, then he is will be released from all restrictions. So yeah. we're, gonna, we're, gonna have to take him, we're gonna have to take him to an open field and go. Go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, my fear is we might not get him back. For a while, I know. Like, come on, buddy. Exactly. Come on. It's gonna Let's be go. like that scene from Funny Farm where they bring the dog home and he opens the car door and the dog jumps out of the car and just takes off and, ju- and really just runs away. They turn around, head straight back to the pound. And get <laughs> well, if he comes back to the house, at least we know he'll come back here. So yeah. All right. yeah. He ain't running all the way back to Cleveland. That's that is a, not gonna that's happen. Our, that's- <laughs> it's a wild man. So, but that's why we're back. Yes, we're back. Uh, I, I fully expect uh, uh, I fully yeah, expect yeah. us to be far more regular at this point. Uh, we, we, weekly shows once again. Knock on wood, barring any major setback, it felt fantastic to get back into the rhythm of researching and writing and, and making it a part of my life. And. Uh, uh. And so, Tony, I do have to apologize that we were a little late giving you a call tonight. Mark had to change his shoes. <sighs> to podcast? <laughs> he had to change his shoes to podcast? Whatever. I see. Listen, first, first off, first off, for those that give a fuck, I have completed my Jordan collection. For now. It just, re- I, I, the only thing left is a definitive collection. And to be fair, that isn't replacing all the shoes. There are some versions of the shoes that I got so I can say, oh my God, I got that shoe. It's not the perfect color I was looking for. There, there are times that, that you try to keep getting that shoe and it just never happens. Like, it's super popular and it's never going to happen. So there are a few of those shoes that I'm like, I refer to them as the definitive version. And there's only a handful of them, literally a handful of them. Yeah, there's a handful of them. But then there's also, oh, now I can get alternate colors of this and alternate no, no, colors no, no, of no, that. No, 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 that doesn't, no, no, that's not what, no. That's part of the definitive collection. But you are doing collection. it. Well, that's what I'm trying to do. Because even this pair that you just got. You're like, ooh, they're coming out with another color at the end of the year that I think I want. I'm but like, that Seriously? no, that would have been better. I thought it was part of my what I consider my definitive collection. But we've already talked about this. I analyzed it, and it. And it well, I'm not going to get into the details of that. But yeah, please don't. Yeah, it's it's the the point so is anyway. Yeah. The reason you derailed this. Don't fucking. I did not. The reason <laughs> that he had to change his shoes. So he apparently was digging out some of his older Jordans that he hadn't worn in a while, and he came across the pair. Only one. Was it just the one? I only kept one pair forever. 
that one. When I started this. So, so I had uh, the 11s, which anybody who's a Jordan fan knows are kind of the holy grail. It's the first pair of shoes that were patent leather. Uh, and they're incredibly hard to get. Well, I recently finally got a hold of them again. And as I was, I don't know where they were sitting, but apparently he had completely misplaced them. Yeah. So I, I, well, they were properly stored. So mm -hmm. I, I had, um, I was rearranging all my shoes to get them back in the. Because you know, now he has so many order. that they don't fit on the shelf. So he's trying to figure out how to make them all. Well, I, I need to have a proper shelf built. Is what it boils down to. But uh, <laughs> the so I was like, I, I brought them out, and these shoes are so old. They are 21 years old. They, uh, I tried to talk Karen into letting me wear them when we got married because they're black and they're patent leather. I'm like, look, they're kind of shiny. She's like, you're not fucking wearing Jordans, you know, to our wedding. <laughs> <laughs> it was bad enough you had it. Well, it wasn't bad enough. You're, we're already wearing a Jordan tux. It's a tux. No one would have known it was a Jordan you tux knew? unless it. Oh, so I knew. No. <laughs> anyway, it's a wedding. It's not a show display. Anyway, shoe display. So I, I, I was like, oh wow. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna put these shoes on for like 21 years. Well, I remember I used to drag my feet <laughs> back then, and there's zero tread on them. Like literally, you try to walk and your feet slide side to side. So it's almost like wearing a dress shoe. Yeah. Like, there's so little. There literally is no tread on these whatsoever. So so he had them on. Desperately trying to make them work, and I couldn't and, even maneuver around yeah, in so my he's trying seat to, back here. Yeah, move the chair around or whatever, <laughs> and his feet are sliding on the little chair guard that he has on the carpet. Yeah. So I, he's like, all right, I got to change my I had shoes. to become <laughs> reserved to the fact that I'm like, I may be the first podcaster to ever actually injure himself while podcasting. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, my God, that's awesome. Yeah, so... Well, great stories all the way around. It's exciting to be back, so let's start the show. He's Mark, she's Karen, I'm Tony, and as always, we start with Random Vegas. I'm excited because my gut tells me this is going to be a two-hour show. I know, but you tell Tony's like, okay, we got to move on because this intro has so lasted for way too long. Good luck, buddy. Thanks, Tony. Well, in truth be told, I've only got um, one hour and 57 minutes of battery juice left, so I'm going to hold you to your two-hour marker. You need to fucking plug that you shit need in, to find a charger, I know, Don't I know, and there's a back. part of me that, depending on how long this runs, I may be like, okay, hang on, everybody <laughs> yeah. get a drink refill. If, it, if it's two hours, downstairs. we'll have to take a break for a drink re yeah, refill and stuff anyway, so. Yes. Random Vegas. In the early days of Vegas, entertainers would have themselves paged over the casino intercom for the free publicity. We got that from Ant Vital Vegas. I love that idea. I almost wish that they would do that. Although we know that they're so removed from people, like I think that would—I think that's one of the very romantic things. No, but I could totally see you at some casino going, "Hey, can you please page Mark from the Three Sixty okay. Vegas podcast?" They don't. First of all, I don't believe they have intercoms anymore. Second of all, don't tempt me. <laughs> I mean, there's only one way to find out. Is I know, what right? I, think I need you to page him. He's lost. We're, we're afraid. We're trying to find him. We don't know who he is. He was just, he was He's without his medication. It. I'm going to tell you, if you can't page him, there's a chance someone will die in here. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing them, they'll just go to the cameras in the sky and go, there I know, is. right? Like, Wait, listen. it's you, sir. Yeah, we'll help the police figure this out. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? They're like, sir, we know who you are. All right? Yo, listen I, to you. I, I know when you go to restaurants, we always pretend we don't know who you are, but we know who you are. 
largely because you're loud and obnoxious. <laughs> <laughs> like, we don't know you for 360 Vegas. We know you for, like, oh, this fucking guy. God, he was here last year, Luxor. He's back Christ. again. How the fuck? Like, and it, he brought it, all those people with him. I know, <laughs> right? The most complaints in the history of the property. <laughs> oh, I bet. No way. Uh-uh. People that were around us had a great fucking time. Especially I will, at Krabs. I will throw the bullshit card on that. All right, so query. Ooh. 1950 yes. or 2015, which year, if paging a celebrity for free publicity, would have given them more privacy and not be mobbed when seen on the casino floor? 1950. And do you think that is because in this day and age, we consider celebrities... Public property. Our ownership. Yeah. Public no, property. I, yes. Yeah. I'm following him now because I think in the 50s, it, like, it just got you excited. And now you're like, oh, my God, I got to take a fucking selfie with him. I got to take videos. Oh, my God. Look, look at where I am doing I'm gonna this right now. I'm going to take a picture from across the room or something versus before right. just well, seeing them. Because in the 50s, were... people are in fucking tuxes. We're like going, check it out. It's Dean Martin. This is awesome. We should go see him. That'd be cool. Yeah. yeah. I, I think they would have gotten more respect in the 50s. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Then. Wow. What yeah. a great. Great. What a great <laughs> question. That was a great quandary. <laughs> I really enjoyed that. <laughs> you know what I really enjoy? Oh. The twit pick of the week. So good. <laughs> it just goes to show that no matter how much things change, they kind of stay the same. The constant pissing contest has existed in Las Vegas since the first alluring marquee was erected. It might have been more impressive back in the day considering the steel and sheer number of light bulbs required to manzi your neighbor. Considering Vegas evolved during a time when men ruled industry and its development, the penis envy syndrome makes perfect sense, but it makes one wonder. As equality continues to improve and the glass ceiling that have held women back for so long continues to raise higher to its eventual destruction, how will the female desire to own eight million pairs of black heels and the natural dislike for each other manifests itself in architecture and signage. We look forward to an irrational future that doesn't want you to fix problems, but empathize with them. This random babble is brought to you by at VG Brand Co. and their picture of classic horseshoe signage on display at the Neon Boneyard. You know what's so funny? I thought for sure you would find that funny. And, and you just look at me like, Whoa. No, I don't get it. I'm not offended. Okay, so guys and dick size is a whole thing, and they're like, oh, look how big my sign is, look how big my sign is. How will your irrational, because let's be honest, guys' dick size is irrational to go, oh, my dick's bigger than yours, this size bigger than yours, is equally <laughs> as dumb as women going, I need to have 8 million fucking pairs of black shoes. Ah, uh, but the difference is. I must have them. But the difference is, women don't compare the number of black shoes that they have compared to other women. What they compare is the color of the heel or the sole of the shoe compared to other. Uh. Okay, okay, okay. So, so you're missing the point. What I'm saying is, obviously, knows what I'm saying. women are on a, are on a different level <laughs> oh, of, of competition. We've been on a different level. And of what I'm trying to figure years. out is what will that level of natural hatred for your equals? And our well, and the thing is, we have natural hatred. Yeah. Women hate each other. Men are just competitive assholes, and at the end of the day, can still sit down and have a bar. Or have a drink and smoke a cigar and pat each other in the back. But my point is, how I'm trying to figure out how that 
and your irrational desire to own so many of the same fucking shoe to virtually everybody except other women will manifest itself in architecture and signage. Will, will you all literally have the exact same shoe? They're only slightly different. Will they all be the same marquee? They're just slightly different. Slightly different. Like all, all the rest of us guys go, what is up with Vegas? All these signs look exactly the same. I'm like, no. No, look at that one. It's that bevel. one has an Ulta bevel sign, right? And that one's a slingback. <laughs> so, so you it got it got to a funny part at the end there because we'll all have a pair of black shoes. <laughs> right. Like, uh, as Vegas marquees, will look but... identical. Only women be able to tell the difference. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you got there eventually. Your your analogy wasn't quite close, but I got no, what you're no, it now. was, but. No, but being a woman, what, I had to fucking spell it out. No, I couldn't be subtle. Oh, being a woman, you fucking <laughs> asshole. What you don't understand is you think it's the number of shoes. You look at it and you see, I see 8 million pairs of black shoes. We look at it and see, that's a, a, that's a heel. With a I was for this making day, the joke from a guy's point of view. I didn't realize understand. I needed to make it okay, also but, from a girl's point of view so women would understand the joke. Well, yeah, because you're talking in a, a realm that we don't get. We understand the need to have 10 players of black punks. What blows me away is the things I get away with and the things I don't get away with. Like, <laughs> I say something, I'm like, I'm in so much trouble. Nothing. The things I say, I'm like, oh, she's going to like this. I'm like, what is this? Are you doing with this? I'm like, what? I don't sound like that. You sound exactly like I that. I do not sound like that. <laughs> and I wasn't. I just didn't get the joke. When you put it out there and I looked at you funny, like, no, you're offended. I'm not offended. Shocking. A woman it. didn't get a joke. Oh. oh, okay. Here, they're super, right? No, hold on. This hold is on. a South Park joke. They're, they're super smart. And they're really funny. And they're really funny. If there's only one sixteenth of you that doesn't believe that, you have to listen to me. Watch the latest season of South Park. Oh, it's brilliant. Actually, the last two. Fucking the last two. Buckle up. They're I know, but that's amazing. where that joke came yeah, from. Yeah, that joke, yeah. So, um, sorry, Tony. Karen, I, I think you should not let him off the hook that he had to start today's podcast with the number of his <laughs> see Jordans that all got. my shoes look extremely different from each no, other no they don't there's you're, some that look so much alike you're it's like, high. I don't understand you're high I will share a picture of every single goddamn Jordan. I know Actually, you will. No, fuck that google it Jordans 2 through 15 and 18 through 23 each one looks dramatically different. Actually, to be fair, three and four look very similar. Mm. Other than that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. Thank you, Tony. This is going to be a good I show. Think, I, I personally, Mark, I had read, I've read these notes ahead of time. I mean, what else am I going to do when I'm at work on a Friday? <laughs> and I loved, there are some great lines in here. For example... How will the female desire to own 8 million pairs of black heels and a natural dislike for each other man itself, uh, manifest itself in architecture and signage? Brilliant. <laughs> then you go on, and the next line is, we look forward to an irrational future where you don't want us to fix your problems, but to just empathize with them. <laughs> Holy shit, I damn near fell out of my chair at work. I'm like, this guy has looked into the soul of every woman. <laughs> Oh, no. No, 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 no. Seen Belil Belizebub. So, wait. Belizebub. So, so, <laughs> Tony's been drinking this week. Oh, look out. Oh. Wait, no. So, have you seen the video, It's Not About the Nail? The no. Or the YouTube? Okay. So, at some point, Google, It's Not About the Nail. And when okay. you... It, it, that whole line where he says, listen to them, don't empathize, will explain it perfectly. Fuck that. If you've been married, successfully and happily married to a woman, 
you know exactly what I'm talking about because I pulled all of this from real life. <laughs> and that's why that's why it so disappointed me. I looked at you like going, huh, remember we had that conversation? Huh, remember we had that conversation? And you gave me nothing. So glad that Tony, as an also happily married man, was like, oh, my God, dude, I totally know where this is coming from. <laughs> and, and even better yet, Tony, and I'll probably tweet this out and say um, early teaser for this week's show. Uh, th- there's, I found the video. I'll send it out. It's Okay. It, it is... It perfectly epitomizes because again, women don't want men are, are men are fixers. Yeah. They tell the problems. They say, well, this is how you fix it. I don't want you to tell me how to fix it. I just want you to listen. Women yeah. need to vent. That's yeah. just what we do. And usually, we'll figure out how to fix it ourselves. We just need to vent. This video completely makes fun of women, and it's hilarious. Like I watch it, and it's just hilarious to me. But guys will look at it and be like. I, I know that feeling. So, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's totally cool. where it comes from. I get gay guys, if only in the sense of like going, can we just have a rational conversation? I mean, it's, you have a problem, let's fix this. I don't want it fixed. Just empathize with me. Like, what? I know. <laughs> what I'm being, what you're telling me is I just want to sit and I want to stew in my <laughs> own unhappiness. <laughs> Some, sometimes right. that's the hormonal part of it. Sometimes we do. Yes. It's true. I, I, I'm befuddled as to why we we love your kind so much. Oh, you know it's why. Such a, you well, know why. <laughs> right. Do, you really don't need to go into it. You know why. I, I'm just, I, I'm saying it's a very interesting chemical, cosmical thing. I don't know. <laughs> cosmical thing. <laughs> it's, it, listen, I have, I've gotten very good at coming up with the phrase, I understand your frustration. That's <laughs> a very good, actually, that's a very good phrase. He's a lawyer. <laughs> It's a great phrase. All right. Well, listen, as always, we will link to the photo on our blog and feature it on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Google Plus, and Twitter. Let's move into the news. Aha, I'm so excited about this first one, Mark. It is the 360 Vegas Vacation 4. It's a final countdown. (laughs) (laughs) Now that we are back and it is 2017, it's time to kick 360 Vegas Vacation 4 preparations into full gear. Now that means we need to start getting RSVPs to a few things for who's joining us. Now, there are literally only a few of these things. and it's 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 just because we need some we need some numbers here now. I, I already look here and I say Monday we got a, a, a brunch at Wicked Spoon and we've got a meet and greet. To be to be fair, you could get you kind of get away with those things. You're fine. That's not really what we need numbers for. What we need numbers for are specifically STK. We gotta fucking know yeah. how many people want to come to STK. Yep. That's that's gonna be a big fucking deal. Uh, and secondly, 360 Vegas indulgence. They have employees that are going to need to be there if there are a lot of fucking people that want to get massaged and touched up and their hair all done up. And, and we need herded. to know those things. Yeah, get, get your hair heard. What is it? Did? Your hair did. Her did. Her, her did. Your her That's did. what it is. I knew it was weird. I can 
Well, and, and quite honestly, especially for the spa, there could be a limited number of spaces right. and treatments. And we don't want that. We don't want that. Well, no, but it, what I'm saying is it, it's going to be limited to the number of people unless you just want to come in and hang out at the spa. If you right. actually want a service, there's going to be a limited number. So here's The second part is if you're doing the day of indulgence and we're going to go shopping and then go get the blowouts... Um, number one, we need transportation, so we need to know how many people are coming. Well, if there's a shit ton, I'm going to hook everybody up with a limo. So. Right, we'll figure that out, but we need to know how many. And even with the, the blowouts, the salon can only handle so many people, so we need to let them know as early as possible in advance. So here's what we're going to do, and, and we've tried to make this as simple as absolutely possible. We have several different types of Evite RSVPs that are on the blog. All you got to do is go to 360VegasPodcast.com right at the top. You're going to see a 360 Vegas vacation link. Go to that link, and you're going to see multiple links to RSVPs. To make it super easy for you, right off the bat, the first one is, do you want to do everything? At, 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 at the regular 360 Vegas vacation for, do you want to do everything? If you want to do that, boom, click on that one, RSVP, done, done. If you don't want to be a part of everything, and you just want to go to, but you want to make sure you've secured your spot at STK, Boom. Go straight to that one. Reserve your spot at SDK. For those that want to do 360 Vegas Indulgence, same thing. The first thing you're going to notice when you bump up there, I want to be a part of all of the Indulgence. Boom. RSVP for that. If there are certain things that you just want to be a part of, you can select each of those and RSVP those. Like I said, you don't need... Uh, uh, in, in the simplest terms, you could just RSVP two things. Done. The whole thing's over. It's over for you. If you want to, you know, pick and choose, those options are available for you. I don't want to make this as any more difficult than it needs to be, but at the same time, we need to set up some accommodations here. We've kind of stepped up the level of insanity with this one, so we need to we need to accommodate for it. So, on top of that, we have our first official change to 360 Vegas Vacation Four. Originally, we had plans for two meet and greets: one on Monday and another on Tuesday. However, thanks to Mark at You Can Bet On That, we decided it felt like too much. So we are combining all of them into Monday at 4 p.m. at the Baccarat Lounge at Bellagio. Kind of felt like, especially because 360 Vegas Indulgence would have cut into that. It would have kind of, you know, for those who were interested in meeting everybody that we, you know, feel... Oh, kind and of let's a part face it, of, we're gonna part of the like, family. You're gonna lose everybody with indulgences, so, so then we'll be back in time. So we <laughs> figured, let, let's just let's let's roll everybody in to get this get this take. You know, let, let's just because and Mark even made the point. He's like, you know, let's be honest. By the time Tuesday's there, we all pretty much know each other. We're really gonna have an official event. Like, hey, you know those guys you've been hanging out for two days? Here they are. <laughs> so like, all right, fair enough. <laughs> So that the listeners at home understand the reason why we initially had a Monday meet and greet and a Tuesday meet and greet was because we wanted to give an opportunity for the, let's just say the uh, the guest of honors, the guests of honor at the individual meet and greets to be given the limelight, to be given, you know, their time in the sun. Oh, thank you, Tony. And so part of the reason why we broke it up was just to ensure that that the guests of honor at the meet and greet appreciated, knew that we appreciated who they are and what they do. And we didn't want to water down who, you know, who they were by throwing all of these people into one big room. But 
when these guests of honor reach out to us, or more specifically, Mark, and say, you know, we're all going to be together anyway. If Does it seem kind of weird and awkward to have a meet and greet then for the Tuesday people who've been hanging out? I get that 100%, and I also think that goes to show just how incredibly down-to-earth all of these folks are that are going to be the guests of honor at these meet and greets. They're, for Mark to go, this is this is really silly to give us our own special day after we've been hanging out with you guys all day, you know, for the entire 360 Vegas is really cool. So I just think that's really nice that we can we can roll them into one and, and everybody understands it's not because we're trying to water it down. Right. To the contrary, that was just the opposite of what we were initially going for. Oh, and Tony, you said that so well. Well, and it's a brilliant... He, I mean, I, I wasn't even going to cover that, but he's dead on right. The yeah. initial concept this was... This is why he's on I wanted to feature all of the people that we frequently refer to as news. That's Those people were going to be featured on Monday. And then I wanted to feature podcasts that... I'm like, you guys should be listening to these fucking people. These people are awesome. Check this shit out. And... It, like, I'm not even going to try and regurgitate it because Tony couldn't have said it any better. I, I literally couldn't have scripted that any better. Well done. Thank you. Okay, so moving on, and this is a little more serious. Now, one thing that we would like to ask listeners is if anyone knows Chris from Faces and Aces, please let him know that we are concerned. He has not put out a show since July, and his social media presence has been missing for about as long. And he was supposed to be a part of day two of the meet and greet. Right. The Faces and Aces podcast that we wanted to feature. However, we have attempted to reach out to him several times in several different ways, and at this point, we have not heard from him, and we're six months since we've heard from him. Yeah. So we are concerned that perhaps the worst has happened, and and unfortunately, no, we're just concerned. We we haven't heard from him, and it, well, I'm it's concerned the worst when, well, yeah, okay. I didn't want to. Put <laughs> it's that a little out. extreme, but yeah, it's just hey, Chris. Shoot a little text to be like, "Hey, everything's totally cool. I've been swamped with work. Or if someone, I promise I'm going to come up for air, and you know, and 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 blah blah blah." But or if someone else, if someone else has talked to him, just yeah. shoot, you know, an IM to Mark or something, or just let us know. Yeah, he's fine. He's taking a break or what? We're just concerned. Yeah. On a on a, in a on a happier note, talking <laughs> about 360 Vegas Four, uh, because you've timed this with my birthday, Yay. I'm really impressed at the number of people who are have either committed already that they're going to be out for 360 Vegas Vacation 4 that that have heard about the podcast and have heard about these Vegas vacations and are like, I just got to come see for myself what awesome. all the to-do is about. So oh, it's wait, we're going to have some random people show up that I'm going to be like, oh, okay, so this is my cousin. Oh, okay, so I went to high school Bring with this Bring them on. Oh. All right. That's fine. Yeah. And you know what? Tell Jen you're welcome. Because she won't have to throw you a party. Because we're going to take care of it for you <laughs> Oh, it's in not going to get better than what we're rolling <laughs> I with. I know. <laughs> and, and by the way, folks, do you know exactly how I was at, at Vegas Vacation 3 yeah, with, with my was, 40th birthday? his 40th? This is the exact opposite. opposite. <laughs> Bring it on, Do folks. you have pent-up energy? We're like, oh, we wanted to celebrate your birthday. Let it out. <laughs> Let it out. As a matter of fact, is is irrationally angry as he would have become if we would have tried to celebrate his birthday is exactly how I will react if you would, if you don't attempt yes. to celebrate. <laughs> I, as much as I adore you, and, and, and to be fair, like I adore all of those of you that I consider to be friends and those of you that I will be future friends, 
I get like if if you're totally into into you know your birthday or whatever it is kind of shit like that. Like I support Karen likes doing shit for her birthday, so we do shit for her birthday. I don't. So the idea that Tony wants to make a big deal, I'm encouraging you and will participate because we'll participate. I. Don't oh, don't get me started I on what want did or to did make not happen on my birthday big, for forty, but that's all right. Well, that's because I was. I mean, if you want to do it in Vegas, I got to totally hook some shit up. But you know, whatever. Yeah, never mind. I had to work <laughs> on my fortieth birthday, but that's a different story. I, I don't understand how I could have controlled no, that. No, because you still could have done some other stuff. You could have sent all things the things down and made that. Yeah, thing. no. Yeah, I will never do any of the things to Tony that you have ever seen people with. Like, oh, I'm fucking forty. Look, I'm old. Look at these old things on the lawn. Like that will never happen. In Vegas, there's many things I can do that I, I know, will do. No, you were my husband. I had nobody else to turn to, and you're just like, I ain't doing shit. All right, fine. Yeah. Well, I, I gave you everything I got. I'm sorry, my effort wasn't good <laughs> enough. <laughs> that it was. That it was just never enough. It's never enough. <laughs> yes. You only turned forty once. Yes. As well. So we'll make it up. I'm Tony. I'm going to live vicariously through you. That sounds awesome. That'll be fantastic. Okay. I would love that. So anytime somebody you know buys you a shot, I'm going to be like, mine for my 40th. It didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we've got some more Vegas weed news. Yeah, because next to Doritos, we're apparently super popular with stoners. So we've got some more details about the new legislation surrounding recreational use. While it's now, I know it says us, but it's recreational <laughs> us <laughs> in the notes. I know. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I almost, I almost I was read it sitting back here. I'm like, that's kind of funny. I was sitting back here chuckling, like, don't do it at the mic, and he must have seen me. Sorry. <laughs> While it is now legal to buy up to one ounce of marijuana traditional or up to an eighth of cannabis concentrate per visit to a dispensary, the Las Vegas Sun did a story about several other things you should be aware of before sparking up in Sin City. First, they still don't have plans to open a recreational dispensary until June at the earliest. You also can't buy recreational weed from another state and bring it into the state as it is still illegal to cross state lines with the drug. That being said, once you cross the state line, police can't ask you where you purchase it from as long as you don't have more than you are legally allowed to possess. Also. You won't be able to purchase a joint and bring it back as a souvenir, for those of you who are stupid. At least not if you are traveling via plane, as it's still illegal under federal law, because that somehow makes sense. Purchasing drugs from a street dealer is still illegal, as it is only legal to sell it in a licensed dispensary. A street dealer is a nice way of saying <laughs> some gangbanger, right? Right, right. <laughs> That, well, hello, channeling my grandfather there. <laughs> right, right. That being said, once you are in possession of the drug, police can't track you to that dealer. For those of you with a high tolerance, tough shit, because buying from multiple dispensaries on the same day won't be a way to get more weed, as a registry is already in place for medical use that tracks how much a person buys in a single day, no matter where you buy it from. It has already been clarified that you will only be able to use marijuana on private property, which doesn't lend itself to recreational use by 45 million tourists. And the contradictory definition of a casino being private property when it comes to the excuse they can kick you out if they suspect you of card counting and somehow fall under the definition of public property when it comes to marijuana consumption 
was clarified. When it comes to marijuana use, the definition of private property means you actually own the property. Now, I could find a dozen holes to poke in this regarding who owns what, but what it boils down to is you can't smoke in a casino. That being said, most people who have smoked the plant at any time before the new law was passed did so in their smoking room, so read into that however you like. It's also not technically legal to consume cannabis edibles in public, but if you can't figure out how to logistically pull that one off, reference the aforementioned workaround and stop listening to the show because you're an idiot. An interesting answer to the question, could the federal government come in and shut down the whole thing? Well, the answer is yes, they can. However, it's highly unlikely that it would be, and the job of the state's attorney general is to defend any state law against federal interference. So don't worry, that's not gonna happen. Another weird rule is a medical marijuana user risks losing their medical card if caught giving or selling their weed to anyone else. But once it is in the other person's possession, it's legal to possess and use. Now, just like booze, it will be legal to have weed in your car as long as you aren't using it. The most likely future law regarding the new law will be regarding an employer's right to still terminate employees for testing positive for the drug. Quick clarification. You said the most likely future law regarding the new <laughs> law. Lawsuit, sorry. Yeah. yeah. That's all right. That's all right. I just want to, just Thank so the you. listeners at home are like, wait, the future law of the regarding law of the no, regarding employer? No, no, you're right. It's, what, what will eventually happen is what I'm getting to that is currently yeah. they are still allowed to fire you for it, but it is, yeah, they can't fire you for drinking, which is now, you know, something legal. So I assure you, someone They can will, fire you for drinking on the job. Well, of course, right. but, but, but you can't test for drinking. Like, you drank clearly the other day, like going, yeah, but so fucking what? Like, oh, but you're fired. You can't do that. So th th a future lawsuit coming is someone's going to get fired for testing positive for marijuana, and they're going to get sued, and they're going to say, well, it's legal, and you can't do that. So I'm, yeah. I'm still a giant coward. I would love to, I, I would love to try weed, but I'm terrified of going to prison. So I, I won't, I won't do it. I don't care if, if you're going to judge me for it. I don't care. I am a judge. Listen, I was on. You're I, looking at me I'm like I'm not I'm looking at you. Okay. I'm not looking at you. Okay. I'm definitely not talking to you. But I, I, I know who I'm Well, then stop to. looking at me. <laughs> I'm going to look directly into your eyes. You, you look straight down when you podcast. That's right. <laughs> you look at those. No, look at you one of the two gigantic down. monitors in front of your face. <laughs> I completely forgot where I was going. You've completely derailed me. I was going to The say reason some... why you would never try marijuana is because you don't want to go to prison. Right. Oh. I went on jury you, duty and did a fucking tour of prisons. I'm terrified, all right? I, I, well, while I understand I'm kind of a psychopath and could be a serial killer, at the same time, if I'm not properly medicated, I'm, I'm, I don't know where I'm going with that. You might be a psychopath. I think I'd be worse if I wasn't yeah. on. So, yeah, maybe I should just try weed. I'll be fine. <laughs> I mean, if they take, maybe it would make you a lot calmer. Yeah, if they take, if they take. Oh, you should totally try weed. I know, right? <laughs> Holy shit! This is the magic drug. That, like I've been trying medication for fucking years, but going, it was this all along. <laughs> yes. You fucking sons of bitches. Well, and that that really is something funny. I don't know if we've ever said it. You've never smoked weed. Never ever. touched. Well, no, it's, we have talked about. It. Tony and I are okay. both the same. Okay. We're both cowards all in right. that sense. It's against law. We don't touch it. Yeah, that wasn't me in college. Well, most people. 
Well, no, and from my ass, my standpoint, I I know there's a lot of people that used to smoke weed like recreationally in college. Are like, oh, cool, now it's legal in certain states. For me, I I just have no interest. Number one, I don't smoke anymore, so the thought of smoking to me right now is a little off. Oh, it sounds amazing. No, I know. If I die, you're going to be two packs a day smoker again. Well, I was never two packs. Let's not exaggerate. And the other... Hang on. you got to give the guy goals. <laughs> There's got to be a silver lining like, to this. She's going to die. Let's see how much I can smoke a day and I can join her faster. I know, I know right? Um, exactly. No, and, and I did in college. And honestly, I had a... Um, what could have been a bad experience. She's one of those people that weed doesn't work the way like people are like, oh, it makes me calm, or oh, it's awesome. She's like, oh, it makes me exhausted and out, passed out. Well, yeah, no. So honestly, I had an experience where I, I passed out cold, and fortunately I was with friends, but, um, you know, they said we tried to wake you up several times and we couldn't, and that it scared the shit out of me. So for me, I'm like, done. I, I haven't done it since. I have no desire to, because it never... I never got that, oh, I'm cool, mellow sort of thing. It was just weed was something to, to, to do. So, um, and I don't judge anybody that does. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying there's certain people that are, like, so excited about, hooray, it's legal, and done. I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. But I could see, honestly, it's kind of funny. I could see where this would be good for you to try. I, I would love to see I know, right? if you just get mellow with smoking this. That would be awesome. I know. I'm just so afraid. I'm like, come on, honey, smoke weed. No, smoke, you should smoke it. We should yeah. live in Colorado, Nevada, Washington, or Seattle immediately. Washington, Seattle. We should just state. go from state to state. Oh, yeah. And figure out who's got the best blunts. Well, two of those states are on the list, so, yeah. you know. That's true. That's true. Um, no, this is interesting stuff. We, Michigan had a Michigan Supreme Court case where an individual had their medical marijuana card and had been fired from Walmart because they had tested positive for med- uh, marijuana in their system. And they, right. you know, they went to court and they said, well, yeah, of course I'm going to test positive. I've got my medical marijuana card and marijuana stays in your system for I don't know, let's just say a week after smoking. And because I use it medicinally, it's always going to be in my system, even though I'm not high when I come into work. Michigan Supreme Court said, doesn't matter if you you are under the influence or if you've got an illegal substance, even though it's legal in the state of Michigan, it's still not legal at the federal level. Walmart being certainly an international company, but in this case, a a national company, if it wants to just have a blanket policy that says the United States hereby deems marijuana to be illegal, our employees shall not have marijuana in their system, they can be terminated for just that reason. Or to a lesser extent, to say this, there are other ways to, and I think the guy had like glaucoma or right, I don't right. know, maybe it's just old, but. So it wasn't um, like this this young pothead going, no, I totally need it for. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, I'm it was, in a lot it was of an pain. interesting case. Another situation that I'm, I don't want to get lost in the weeds here, but. Was we had another case that went to the Michigan Supreme Court. And it had to do with now, now follow me on this, and I promise I'll be very, very brief. The Don't long and short of it is these guys were on Indian land. They were at the Soaring Eagle Casino in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. They were on Indian land. They were in the parking lot and they were smoking down. And the tribal police <laughs> like, call, like I believe the cops. Mount Pleasant police or the state Michigan State Police, and they subsequently end up getting arrested. And their argument, the the guys in the car argument, was, "Hey, we're on, you know, we're on Indian land. We're we're theoretically in a foreign country right now." And the Michigan Supreme <laughs> Court said, 
not in this instance. You hereby have to ascribe to the general laws of our state, even if they apply in a parking lot. Maybe if you'd been in the casino, it might have been a different scenario. Uh, but right now, because you're crazy. out theoretically in public, it's I mean, just interesting stuff. So there's going to be lots of lawsuits, only if for no other reason than to just to ferret out some of these specifics. So basically what you're saying, Tony, is a good lawyer will end up properly you know, being able to litigate this and be like, okay, come on, guys, seriously. It's, it's legal in the fucking state. You operate in the state. I think that the casinos, and I know I've said this before, but I will, I will refresh the listener's memory. No casino is ever going to allow... Well, I shouldn't say never. Until the feds get behind it, there is no way. And even then, I don't know that a casino would ever get behind it. Right now, they're not going to allow it in their casino, specifically no. on their floors, because yeah, they've got all happen. sorts of you know regulatory bullshit they got to deal with. I agree with and you. It's, it's never going to happen on a casino floor. Never. And But I think the secondary aspect to that, though, of course, is the, the commonly referred to as the contact buzz. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. one thing for you to smoke your you know smoke a joint or smoke a bowl in your in your hotel room um but now when i'm sitting at the blackjack table with you and you're lighting up yeah i i i, I agree it doesn't matter how much i drink the dude next to me isn't getting drunk <laughs> you know it's not right. gonna happen <laughs> exactly so so anyway let's move on I, I love especially because i know this story i love this title <laughs> So, Rio pays its electric bill. <laughs> For more than a week, a power outage at Rio took out floors 22 through 39 for about a week, including the Voodoo Lounge nightclub. Lounge? I don't know why I said Voodoo Lounge nightclub. I, I got the two of them right there. The steakhouse and the zip line. What colossal event got past what must be multiple layers of security and backup plans? Water. That terrorist. Quoting Ooh, the lost. Water works for ice. Right. <laughs> water works for ice. Uh, nobody could, drank the water. That could be the title of this week's show. <laughs> water works for ice. <laughs> Quoting the Las Vegas Sun. Quote. A sink in the service area overflowed and shorted a fuse in the tower's power system. The hotel moved to a backup generator, which compromised by water from a fire sprinkler and gave out the next morning, unquote. Wow. <laughs> How does water fuck up two systems? <laughs> Especially like one of them, one of them being a fucking uh, uh, a fire sprinkler. You would think when it you were designing a, Right, you yeah. would think designing a place like going, okay, so... Obviously, we have to put these these sprinklers in here, so we can't have it affect the well, power of the whole fucking place. No, so you do still want sprinklers where the power supplies are, because if there's an electrical fire, you still you can still use water on. You want the to short fire. the whole place out? You're saying well, by intention? It can, but it'll put the fire out. Okay, all right, I follow. I follow. Now the the problem there. was there was a defective water sprinkler. Well, I thought where the, the idea power is was. the backup was supposed to be somewhere else where none of that shit would happen. But I guess what you're saying, it could be just a crazy strange incident where like one shuts down to be safe and the other one shuts down and just happens to fucking be that. Well, but, and this know, one says reason. it was compromised by a water from a fire sprinkler. So uh, if there wasn't a fire, then the sprinkler was leaking. Yeah, okay, fair enough, fair okay. enough. I follow. The hotel will clean the 500 affected rooms before returning them to operation. 
I listen, there was a time that I adored the Rio. Now, to be fair, I haven't been there in a long time. To be fair, as soon as they killed the uh, what was it, the Carnival, Carnival in the Sky, in the sky. I, I I haven't been back since. I mean, uh, yeah, people want to say like free shows don't mean shit. Bullshit. We used to go there. Almost every trip. And if we had anybody new with us, I promise you we were going to the well, Rio. Well, we had it as one of the free, the, the top ten free things you had to go do in Vegas. Top five. Okay, yeah. whatever. It, but, it, was up yeah. the, it was on the list. It was on the fucking list. I had it my top three. I win. But we've heard nothing but bad things since then. And this, this is, come on, this is a comedy of errors. Oh, Rio. Well, the worst part about it is it actually happened twice because the first time it occurred, we were still out in Vegas. It happened on, I think, maybe Wednesday. Oh, you were there. Wednesday I forgot the about that. 28th. And um, and then we got home on the Thursday the 29th. And on, I think, Friday the 30th, we heard another article that the 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 Rio had shut down yet again for this problem. I mean, this was – it was a weird problem. And I can't imagine – if you had people in those 500 affected rooms yeah. and you've shut down power because there was there truly was no power to one particular tower. I think it was the Ipanema Tower and they were or maybe it was Masquerade. It's irrelevant. Point is, one of those towers was being completely evacuated. Wow. And I just think to myself, they've got no power. And they're got to evacuate all of these rooms at, at a minimum 500 rooms. Right. Can you imagine being on what was it the 22nd through 39th floor, and you're being told you're gonna have to take your luggage down to the front desk to get you know sent to a different hotel because they have to deal with this power outage at the Rio? I just thought, woof. What that's... would you What would you have to get to well, ever come back to that place after oh, something I, like that? I don't. So, yeah, I don't know that there is a possibility. But here's the thing: when did the Paris power outage happen? That well, took probably less than 24 hours to fix. I know, but so you had Paris. Now you've got Rio going out. Yeah. It, yeah. Doesn't this seem a little weird? It is weird. They're both owned. Told you. And they're they're both owned by Caesar, so. Mm-hmm. And they're they've been in bankruptcy for fucking a decade or no they've been in back bankruptcy for like two years. Yeah, but it's a well, and bankruptcy. you know what? Let's know, be honest. Just, a part I'm, of I'm that trying to connect that, dots that don't go anywhere just to be a dick. <laughs> no, no, no. I think you're more right than you realize. Really? If, if the sprinkler system was a cause of the problem, if it was deficient, and they were deficient, what that means is they have gone so long since ever replacing oh, those fire nozzles. Or maintaining them. Exactly. Because you have to have finally just gave way. Any fire suppression system you have to have inspected on a Lax regular on maintenance. basis. Yeah, I, I, I completely follow that. And especially when you think about a company going through something like that, you're looking for every fucking corner you can cut. Wow, I didn't think of that. And we know they're cheap because they don't reinvest in anything. Well, Poor they, Rio. Poor. Although they, to be uh, fair, Link. what they've done to Link and and even Caesars, but, but on a thing. different no, way. Caesars fucking. Come sucks. on, look at the towers they've added for the super rich. But you know, this yeah, still that apparently is paying off really well. Thank well. you, Hangover. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, Hangover. Thanks, Most funny hey, movie about Vegas a, ever. But this was a Hangover reference within a Hangover reference. But almost it, it it almost says that they're funneling all of their money into the quad. And the li- I'm sorry, Link. Link. So, I know, right? Oh, and and how much flashback. money did they waste on that on the name quad. that didn't even last a fucking year? But yeah, so they, they funneled all their money into Link. That's why they went into bankruptcy. And, and like, have Jesus completely, Christ, can you name a place? completely ignored everything else. Well, to be fair, to your point, 
Rio has been considered the, the redheaded stepchild of the entire Caesars portfolio the second they bought it. It's almost like they raped every idea, every good idea they had, and then they're like, just sit it out there to die. To be fair, I, mean, I don't want to keep saying to be fair. To be fair, because you keep saying it. Shut up. Uh, it, it has almost since the moment they bought it, it has been available for sale and just no one has yeah. bought it. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. They, they, you're right. They stripped it down and tried to turn it into a locals casino by just having no real amenities. Right. But the problem is they weren't giving anything to that casino of what it needs to be a locals casino, like three, two blackjack right. and full yeah, pay yeah. video poker and Blah, blah, blah. So, but it has the movie the IMAX movie theater. No, it, it doesn't the... have any of that shit. You're thinking of Palms. Oh. Palms was properly built as a local slash luring people from the strip. They they yep. had a con- they had a proper concept. Rio was like, we're gonna be a strip casino over here. Yeah. And, yeah. And they fucked it up. Now they did have a bowling alley for a period of time, but they even got rid of that. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. It used to be awesome. So there's the stadium blackjack over at the Venetian now. Attempting to cater to the low roller, but still keeping them separate but equal. Blackjackonline.com announced that they... I love that you appreciate that. (laughs) Blackjackonline.com announced that they are now offering stadium blackjack. It is an electronic version of the game that up to 44 people can play sitting at their own digital terminal versus one electronic dealer. It would take eight dealers to accommodate that many tables that would have to cater to such amount of players. Also, 44 is only what Venetian's game can accommodate. Stadium Blackjack has the ability to accommodate up to 100 people. Now, here's where the game becomes less appealing. Everyone has dealt the same two cards. The appeal here... Yeah, I know, I know. Hold on, hold on. There are great and awful things about this concept here. So everyone has dealt the same two cards. The appeal here is the collective noise players would make with wins and losses would, you know, draw a crowd. This is also the only $5 blackjack game at Venetian. And like anything under a $50 minimum, it pays at six five. I, I get the appeal of electronic table games, especially for newbies or people who don't enjoy the social aspect of table games. But everyone playing the same hand, I mean... I guess I would need to try it because here's where I think it could be fun. Imagine the 360 Vegas crew collectively getting together and rooting for a same kind of like craps. You get somebody we know. And for the record, you can all bet differently, right? Yes. Okay, so so let's say for example, you can change your double down. You can do it like all those things. You can. So everyone has somebody might double down, somebody might not. Somebody could split, somebody might not. Right. Yep. But then the question becomes, how are you all playing from the same deck? Uh, it has to be. First of all, it's electronic, so it has to be. The, the mathematical equation has to be, actually, in a best-case scenario, every single hand is a 52-card deck. Worst case is a fucking six or eight deck. Because then fucking who knows? I mean, that's the, the odds on that are But then how does the dealer atrocious. come out with the same two cards for everybody? If you're not playing with the same deck, that's okay. So that's part of. That's why you would pray that it's fucking uh, a standard fifty-two. I know, but well, it could still. She could be dealing out of a shoe. But okay, so no. So hold on. If you if we if we all start with the same two cards, 
Right. There's no way that all of us are playing the same game and our dealer's going to end up with the same two cards. There's a bullshit level to this game that I'm going to call right off the bat. So I, I appreciate the fact that we can bet independently. I feel you have a distrust for technology. Uh, when it comes to this, yes. Because part of the part of the thing with blackjack is you know what you're dealing with. You know if you're dealing with one deck, two deck, a shoe, whatever. I, I assume they'll they will tell you when you line up, you know, to play I this game. I can't they wait tell to you. see this disclaimer on this thing because I don't understand how everybody gets the you same two cards to start. The one thing. Hold on. Hold on. So so let's say it's a single deck. Let's just say it's single deck. Okay. Right. So we all get. I don't know. Pick a hand. Doesn't matter. Move on. We all get point. the same deck. Okay. So let uh, no. I'll actually say we'll get a, a ten. Jesus fucking Christ! Make ten the and eight. Grand no, point. but ten and eight of hearts. So you have an eighteen. So it's, if you stand, okay, whatever. But it, it, there's no way that the three people next to me are going to bet differently, get additional cards or not, and I'm going to hold. And the odds of the dealer getting the same cards are going to be the same. It's not possible. The idea is if you all win. You 44 people scream. But I get that idea, but I don't know how that's possible if you're allowing people to bet independently. Okay, they're all starting with the same thing, but they're betting independently. There's no way the dealer would always have the same cards. But even if it's bad, the, the, it's, there's big noise. People are like, what's going on? What's going on over there? So it's I get why this is good for the casino. What I'm saying is I don't know why anybody would ever play oh, yeah. this. Well, that's why I said I, I almost think I have to try it because I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't really get it, but I... I I get it conceptually. I just don't know if I but believe it. Tony, okay, so Tony's my voice of reason here. So do you understand what I'm saying is there's no way that if you all start with the same cards that your dealer will always have the same cards? Well, no. I think what happens is you're going to have, and if it's if it's truly digital, if there's, because I got to play a, something that I think is similar to this at the Bellagio. The Bellagio had two dealers at this really long table and the one dealer was dealing like roulette and blackjack almost at the exact same time and the other dealer was dealing i think um baccarat maybe and and and, and there was there were cameras that were suspended over the table where the cards were that the baccarat dealer was dealing the cards out so you what you were watching on the on the camera either up on the big screen or at your own terminal that you were sitting at was a live shot of the dealer's hands and the cards coming out of the shoe as he was dealing the baccarat cards so if it's the way I understood this to be is you would be watching a live dealer deal out two cards to the player, two cards to themselves. It, what my mind's eye can't wrap itself around is what happens if you get like a five and a five? The dealer is dealt a five and a five in the in the excuse me, the player is dealt a five and a five. The dealer is dealt a six. Now, not trying to get lost in the weeds here, but the but for card counters, most people know that a six is the best card statistically for a for a for a dealer yeah, to bust on. Yeah. So, a five and a five has been dealt. You could theoretically split those fives, which is the I believe the proper play, or you could double down on that right. five and five because you've got a 10. Right. Here's what I don't know. If I say I want to double down, but Mark says he wants to split, I don't know how they would physically handle that. that Do they split the fives and then whatever card comes out next is what I as the double down bet 
get on my 10 but but it's but it's the second card on Mark's 5 if if that makes sense. Yeah, no, 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 no. no, 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 no. You you're going exactly to my point. No, you're just saying okay, it so than I let me do. let me stop all of you here. From my understanding, you all get the same two cards. After that, everything changes. If you decide to play a hand a certain way, right. you get a card. Right. If this guy plays it a different, you get a different card. So once that's done, then the dealer ends up pulling their I know, card. But that's what I'm saying. So how can the dealer have the same card? Because if, if we were all playing independent games, we would never all start. But it's so, not the same at a regular blackjack table. But we don't have the same starting cards at a blackjack table. Well, but but I don't, Kieran. I guess here's what I don't understand. If the, let me rephrase. Here's what I don't understand about what you don't understand. You essentially are being dealt, under my hypothetical, you're going to be dealt a five and a five, yes. and Mark's gonna be dealt a five and a five, yes. and Tony's gonna to be dealt a five and a five, yep. and then the dealer's gonna be dealt, let's just say, a, a a 10 and an eight. Right. You, with your five and five, decide, do you wanna hit it, do you wanna double it, do you wanna split it, or do you wanna stand? Right. Then Tony gets to decide, does he want to hit it? Does right, he want right, to split right. it? Does he so want to... all of all that's right. right. The only difference is, okay, if the dealer has a 10 and an 8, you know that what they're going to do. If the dealer has right. a 10 and a 4... Okay, let's, let's just say that. The right, dealer well, has a 10 I, and a 4. Well, what I'm saying is yeah. the odds of what the dealer is going to turn over will change based on what of each of us bet individually. Otherwise, there is no way in hell we would all start with the same card. All right, so here's what I think you're completely missing. There are 44 people acting as one person in the sense but that... But they're not. Hold on. Hold on. As far as the deck goes, the dealer deals to one person. It just happens to be 44 people. Then, when each of those people make a decision, they reach into the deck, and those people get... Uh, it's the same 52 cards, but then they start getting... To your point, I think where you're going with this is it is way worse for the fucking player. It is. Okay, that, that's worse. where I'm going. Absolutely. I don't know why anybody would sit down to play this because what they're telling you is they have limited the odds by giving all of the players the same two starting cards. Yeah. The dealer is like, oh, shit, now I'm in heaven. Okay, so you, you're going to get this randomly. It's going to pull shit out, and you're not going to know what everyone else gets because it's all on their screens. It, right. This yeah. is, no, I think Karen. Okay, Karen. He, I think in that regard, it's going to be like those electronic um, games where you have to make a decision within a, a certain timeline. And, and to like be, you know, it, it, it ticks down. You get ten seconds to make a decision. And, on what and, you're and that's do. fine. And to be but fair, if, if blackjack Mark, in in the most intellectual way has nothing to do with the person next to you. What they're doing, it's I what agree. you did. I agree. But for people that can count cards. Number well, one. Clearly, they're not playing digital fucking blackjack if you can count cards. All right, so forget counting cards. For anybody that's playing the game, the house edge goes up dramatically if every single person starts with the same two fucking okay, cards you and then can know, pull out of the deck. If you didn't know that a digital game is worse odds than a table game, once again, stop listening to my fucking show because you're an idiot. Oh, thank you very much. Sorry. <laughs> you, not you, you knew that you were making the argument. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying you. And the other thing that and I'm saying is... you don't listen is, to the show anyway, so what does it matter? I do listen. <laughs> nah. You're so full of shit. Anyway, I, I, but it, what you're not seeming to understand is what I'm saying is, okay, so if every single player is starting with the same two cards... Right. And then all of their choices randomly change, what the decisions that other... So let's assume it's a shoe. It's a deck of however many. If you've got 40 play, players working off the same shoe, 
the decisions that other players make are going to affect this. No, this they cards. don't. Mathematics. They will. No, no they don't. No, no, they don't. I, Karen, I don't. I think. I think here's how it but truly. But Mark works. made. No, Mark made the argument because if I make a bet and, and I get dealt a card, it's going to come out of the deck that the dealer has the draw from. If but you, I'm not saying the what, math changes. I know. But it is still math. I know. It is still math. But what no, I'm saying I, is, I see what's happening, guys. I think here's what I, Karen. I think you think that. If you hit, <laughs> the dealer's going to give you a card, and then when Mark hits, he's going to go back to the deck and draw another card to give to Mark. And then when I hit, no, no, he's going to no. go back to the deck and draw Mathematically, it's still stuck on a 52 deck. It's still based in reality. It's just digital. So, but all I'm saying is it's I bullshit don't. because there's no way that the dealer would always have the same two cards for everybody. It's bullshit. Okay, but the Nevada gaming regulation is designed for stopping this kind of, I know I know you don't you don't want to believe that but when the mob was doing that and to be okay, fair no, the not, mob okay, wasn't really doing uh, that don't but. even get that far I'm just saying that I don't understand this how has this been is a fair tested game upon tested upon tested I don't get it maybe I actually need to see how it works to understand it I think right. this is the biggest bullshit game I've ever heard of I agree with you this is worse than the, the hit the big ball and have the, the giant craps <laughs> roll around in the, the little cage in front of you to come up with a number this is bullshit I, I, I'm with you but on the flip side I, I, trying it like I could see if if this weren't the absolute bullshit that we think it is this could be a 360 Vegas vacation thing. Can you imagine getting all of us to go, let's all fucking play blackjack? Yeah. I, yeah, because I tables. think, Karen, I think that we all get a five and a five, and then regardless of whether you hit or double down or split, we all get the next card that comes out of that deck. I so think when you're the going dealer a lot pulls. Of so if we when only the, get one no, card, no, hold on. But he's well, he's but, completely. But right. what happens if one of us only takes one card and the other player takes two cards and the rest of them takes three cards? It's I think still a, you lock yourself. I think you lock in. Yes. When you yep. stand, you lock in your hand. Then imagine so a you, giant blackjack table with forty-four people around it. Except and every time somebody bets in one round, everybody gets the same fucking card. No, 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 if no. If that's no. the case, that's everybody a story. gets two cards to start before you I start. Know. I know. I get the two cards down for us. We all get the same two. I get the two cards down for the dealer. They're the same two. What I'm saying is, when people start betting, how does that change the game? So what Tony just said made a little bit of sense if he would have stomped all over it. They already bet to start. You know, no. to be honest with you, I, 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 I don't know if the listeners are going to disagree with me. I cannot express how much I don't want to talk about right. this anymore. Yeah, I, I concur. I concur. You know what I do want to talk about, though, is the Hard Rock Entertainment shift. This is so interesting because it's completely polar opposite of everything they've done before. Now, rating the Rock Vault, the rock show with rotating members of people who played in popular bands in the 70s and 80s, but who you probably don't know, is reopening their show at Vinyl at Hard Rock in March. This musical tribute features music from the 60s through the 80s, like The Stones, Doors, Who, Hendrix, Zeppelin, and more recently, it closed at the Tropicana and the Westgate before that. The RJ reports that the Vanity Nightclub at the Hard Rock will close no later than the end of August to make room for an unannounced production show. That would leave the Hard Rock with exactly zero nightclubs as they closed Body English at the end of last year to renovate it for the 450-seat theater to host Magic Mike Live this spring. 
While plans for a new nightclub at the property haven't been announced, expect to hear about one sooner than later. The only good news that I think came out of this. For those of you, like me, that are lovers of signage, it was confirmed that the giant guitar sign that was located at the top of the now-closed Hard Rock Cafe will be relocated, refurbished, and placed some other place in the property. I swear everybody thought that was just a mark. You'd be like, no, 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 that was a restaurant that nobody went to, <laughs> except me. <laughs> because I'm like, I know these stupid things. Like, why do you know these things? <laughs> Well, and back in the 90s, that was the place to go. That would have been very cool if you would have come into, you know, high school sporting your Hard Rock Las Vegas yeah, t-shirt. The, yeah, the problem is, is I didn't come to Vegas for the first time until 2004. <laughs> no, I know. I, right. right. I'm, just, I'm insinuating that maybe you were about 10 years behind on Well, and the Hard you're... Rock wasn't even there when we were in high school, so yeah. Was it? I don't remember when it and opened. And not in Vegas. Wow. Oh, that surprises me. I mean, especially knowing that nine, the 90s was kind of supposed to be that, that family-friendly era, and nothing Hard epitomized well, family. That's not bad. That's, uh, family when did it come to Vegas? That's adult risky. That's adult risky. I swear it was like the early 90s. I on, swear it was. I will look. All right. Well, in the meantime. In the meantime, I, I don't have much to say about this. Um, I think that's great that, that, they're gonna, that they're keeping the sign. That's cool. I think that's certainly is one of the most iconic things as it relates to the hard rock totally casino. Yeah. But I've only been to the hard rock casino once in my, you know, you're not dozens of times. You're not missing there, much, so. Tony. I'm sorry. No, I bet not. Yeah. I bet not. No, you're not. You're fine. Okay. Well, do we, do you want to add anything, Karen, or can I move into prop bets? Move along. Yeah. Well, let's move into prop bets. For those of you unfamiliar, I can't wait to see whether you edit any of this or not. <laughs> not that, that <laughs> was like, beautiful. Why does he sound so schizophrenic? <laughs> For those of you unfamiliar, Prop Bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. So thank you, Mark, for giving me this one to read. It appears that work on the long overdue pedestrian bridge that would cross from Harris to Caesars Forum shops is now underway. We can thank that to very, very nice guy, good friend of the show. He is at Joe Q underscore SD, like Sam David. Uh, he gave us a heads up, and I got to meet Joe Q underscore SD in person when I was out in Vegas uh, between that uh, Christmas and New Year week. He is an incredibly very nice guy. What amuses me is the amount of things that I make the effort to do and the things that I accidentally do I get credit for. <laughs> I just put these in the order. I'm like going, I came along this. Oh, this is the first story? Prop bets. Like, oh, thank you for giving it to me. Like, you're you're welcome, Tony, for, exactly. for me I... intentionally giving that one to you, how thoughtful <laughs> I am. <laughs> and Joe sent his hellos, of course, over to you and Karen. So, so. he's totally coming to Vegas Vacation 4, right? I, I think he will. He, right, he lives in Joe. South Dakota. So, or not South Dakota, San Diego. I was going to say South Dakota. South Dakota. Like, yeah, I, definitely going out. I have to meet someone from South Dakota. <laughs> Honestly, if he's from South Dakota, he probably doesn't want to go to Vegas in May. That might be too much for his internal temperature. Kind of like Alistair. Oh, poor Alistair. Oh, the heat is warm and good. Oh my God! You missed. He had to, like he was had his fingers. I did fake tears. I did fake tears he for the for the British Andrew. man. Don't don't mess with Alistair. The posh boy. He's our fancy friend. He is our fancy friend. <laughs> the the rough attitude. Love Jen loves him because she's finally found someone who's got more translucent looking skin than she does. <laughs> 
in London. He can't help it. It's gray all the time. I, I mean, my God, talk about body English. We got Alistair Brooks. You literally just point. Oh, so there's his spleen. Oh, it's Looks great. like you've got a little blockage right here in this artery running. That's actually one of the positions he's he's looking at now. He's 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 leaving his current uh, position, looking at other options, and Stop. one of them would be to be a science assistant. Science aid. No kid. Oh yes, yes. He wants to. Uh, he wants to uh, test. He wants uh, to be the model. Tony, outside out. of being this dead and in bodies, how often do you get to share the internal organs with people? <laughs> I share my organs internally with lots of people, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, oh come on. He's my bestie. Let's go. Okay. Now it's your I turn. I thought you were next. You're ne I'm never next. Sometimes you are next. Fucking, this is, this is what <laughs> blows my mind. How long have you been a permanent member of the show? And you don't recall how, how, the, how the order works. It's true, Karen. I, I I got his back on this one. Yeah. You're always you're, you're we always put you in the middle. Yeah. Right. All right, I'm always the sandwich. That's that I'll right. remember. Wait. Oh, I don't now she'll remember. It's official. Serendipity three has closed at Caesar's Palace. The good news is that it won't be replaced by another Gordon Ramsay creation, at least for now. Eater Vegas is reporting that it will be strip side cafe and bar run by the property and should be up and running in forty eight hours or by the time we report on it. Everything I've read, it's basically the exact same thing, except that minus, the name. minus the stupid fucking, what is it, $1,000 or $5,000 fucking Sunday or something. It's basically the same thing. Yeah. Please tell me they're getting rid of the pink. Oh, that sounds like effort. I, I sincerely doubt they're, they're going to do that. Yeah. 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 The Dorsey at Venetian is now open in the space formerly home to the Bourbon Room. Wacky drink vessels have replaced the faux hair metal biker bar vibe at the venue. To be fair, the pics that Vital Vegas shared are actually, I mean, it does look pretty cool. I'm just, I'm pent up with a lot of snark and I need to burn it. <laughs> we know. What um, what vibe does the does this new Dorsey room give? Obviously, the the previous vibe was faux hair. From uh, my understanding, metal. It's, it's a little more, it, it's, it's not cigar bar chill. But it's okay. a little more like we're drinking good booze, fancy booze, okay. with, with with a touch of oh look at this wacky tiki drink thing. It's so it's kind of weird. Like basically, if you're like I'm gonna sit in a booth, you know, you you could you could kind of be cool unless you have one of those idiots who are like I want a tiki drink. I don't know. It's 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 weird. The space looks great. I'm not okay. gonna lie. The space looks great. So much that I'm like I'm gonna make fun of it, but I have to go. But it does look kind of cool. <laughs> so. <laughs> Well, listen, it is official. Riviera Boulevard is no more. It will henceforth be known as Elvis Presley Boulevard. And quite frankly, I think appropriately so. Uh, if, if the Riviera is gone, why not give homage to Elvis Presley, at least as long as Westgate is still around? I, I would even say beyond Westgate, simply because the Riviera has lived its life. Elvis Presley's been gone since the 70s. And he's still known in Vegas. Give him a fucking street. Okay, so my yeah. I have a counterpoint to this. Right, I don't know why you had to get rid of Riviera Boulevard, which was one of the classics and it was there for forever, and had to rename it Elvis Presley. You couldn't find some other goddamn street in this entire fucking city it's to true. rename it. It's true and it's fair. And, and I know Tony's right in the sense that it connects to Westgate, which is why they picked that one. However, I'm, I'm just going to prep you for the next disappointment. 
Sahara Boulevard will be the next one to die now yeah. that Sahara's gone. Yeah, that's fair. That's a fair and astute observation. It is sad. I agree with you. But since you don't have that point of reference, and, and, and to be fair, if the Flamingo ever dies or the Tropicana ever dies, those fucking streets are going to die with it. Yeah. No, that's, that's, I, mean, I, it, I agree. It I sucks, right. but that, that's it. That's what's going to happen. Continuing to try anything else that might not result in failure, but probably will. SLS has chosen a few more exec. Uh, SLS has. Just read words. They're just no, words. No, but it doesn't make sense. I know, right? I, I'm sure. It doesn't make sense. SLS has more executive turnover, giving two former Alante people a choice at COO and CFO. The over under is six months before they get the fuck out of Dodge. Yeah, it's too bad that SLS seems to still be floundering. I, no, it's not. I, I will... It's not. Wait, but no? my, hold on. My only thing is we have to go eat a Bizarre Meats as many times as possible before the entire place goes under and that restaurant dies. We I would love to do that. We, we I would love don't to do need that to do that at oh, all. Tony, Tony, love to do like that. the last night that we're there for your birthday, it, it's on me. We're going. To, what? Oh, oh, I will totally pay for Tony. <laughs> no, for his to, to, to be it's fair, the only I've said this many, many times before. I want nothing in Las Vegas to fail. Nothing. The only reason I have venom towards SLS is the fact that people like me and Tony and Dr. Dave, people who are intelligent and, and knowledgeable about Vegas and Vegas history, looked at this space and were like going, it doesn't make any sense. Like, why are you building here? Like, going, no, 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 we got it. We got it. Uh, we have a design plan. It's going gonna, it's gonna to work here. We're like, going, do they know something we don't know? No, they And they opened it and it was a huge failure. Like, going, oh, so you were full of shit and we knew what we were talking about. Oh, now I want you to fail because you made me think for like two years that I was an idiot. And you knew <laughs> right, something. that I was, I was wrong. I was somehow wrong. No, you were wrong. So oh. I cannot wait for you to fail and know, like, going, so who was right with your stupid little fucking, uh, fucking Pokemon out front? Out front was just scary. No, but my concern is that if it closes, we will lose Bizarre Meats. We have no guarantee it will move anyplace else, and the place is awesome. That would be a travesty. It would. <laughs> and you bite, dude. You shut the fuck up. Just because you're not sophisticated enough in the palate to understand the kind of food that you can have there and the experience you can have with food and friends at Bizarre Meat. Yes, because the world would be a lesser place without the full waffle. Oh, God. <laughs> full waffles. No. The word alone. So good. The word alone. No, but you like saying it, which is I why do. you remembered I it. I know. Which is why it came I, up. And, 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 and full disclosure, I do actually think it sounds good. <laughs> I just, I, I, I have to mock. <laughs> I, as I've said many times. And I understand. Anytime I say something negative about Vegas, it's usually because I'm trying to be funny. <laughs> I understand. Closing of SLS would suck. Especially if we lose bizarre. Meat. I don't honestly want any property to suck. I, I you know what I'd really I like is, want is, SLS is for to SLS, SLS to be like going, okay, we were wrong. Like that's all I wanted. Now I'm rooting for you. <laughs> yeah. All right, come on, next. Yes. One. I believe that's you. No. Nope. She just, just read that it. one. God damn it! <laughs> I totally thought I had her. Yeah. <laughs> The train cars located in front of the parking lot in between Plaza and Main Street Station have been removed by new owners, the Stevens Group, in preparation for whatever they have planned for that space. The train cars were sold to a waste and recycling firm who intend to display them, if only during the holiday season, which is to say, not as you listen to this, (laughs) unless they continue to re-theme 
Odds are they won't be a part of the annual Christmas decorations as it cost the Stegman's group an estimated $100,000 to remove them. Those were legit trains on a legit train track. I'm actually really disappointed about this. I, I get it. No, I and, and I totally appreciate your point of view. I get why this doesn't make any sense for the scenes group. Like, what the fuck are we going to do with this? Right. But I don't think it was, unless they were building something behind it, I don't think it was blocking any space. That little bit of square footage, frontage, would not, I mean, if anything, Obviously they could have Obviously, we have turned, no idea what they're going to do. I know. Do. I'm just, I, I get it. And, and they've done a great job so far. Right. I'm disappointed. I, I, I refuse to question anything the Stevens Group do so far. No, I, I'm right. I'm disappointed because I think these were historical. They were actual train cars. Yeah. I hope they're not scrap metal. But it's not like we, we were able to walk into them and do anything. These things just sat there. And I think that's the biggest unfortunate aspect. If there was something that we could have done, if they did dinners in there, especially imagine if you could Holy you could shit. rent them out and you had a Vegas vacation dinner where Fuck, yeah, that would have been cool. You know, they could have done a lot been. with those. See, they I grew have. up in a tiny little town that was it, it, it was in Ohio that lived on it was the a like train town. Their entire town was based around train and fucking Railroad. river traffic. And yeah. they had a museum where you could walk through that shit. So I remember being as a kid, I saw shit like that and coming to Vegas went, oh, it's cool, but we can't go into these or anything. Right. What the fuck is this? Yeah. And honestly, it probably yeah. would have cost them more to renovate them. Oh, because you'd have to upkeep it. Absolutely than right. Yeah. Just having yeah. them sit. I'm just, I'm disappointed it's a completely, because that was a part of history. That was a part of what went through Vegas yeah. and what. Oh, don't at me. No, I just this mean that there, there are there are less interesting things in Vegas that have been saved in in the name of history. And see, I disagree. If you had those train cars, no, no. Been there for what so I'm saying long. is, I support your concept oh, okay. more. Yeah, I'm just saying right. lesser uh, things got saved. Yes, Why couldn't lesser things have, have gotten saved? saved? So you're like, unfortunately, whoever fucking makes these decisions was like, well, that's more important than this. But like, when, I, you mean I that agree. place no one goes to for the last 20 years? It was probably cheaper to get rid of them than it was yeah. to find some way to preserve them and integrate them yeah. into the property. Right, right. But yeah. it, it's still disappointing. I'm with you. No, I, 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 I get it. I, I totally get it. Hey, you know what? Just in time to be completely valueless? Well, the final National Economic Council report lashed out against hidden fees charged by airlines and hotels. <laughs> now, despite the show of their outrage, absolutely nothing was even threatened in the way of new regulations or repercussions. I think what I left out is that uh, the, the final National Economic Council from the Obama administration made this. Now, obviously, they're not going away, and I'm not blaming Obama, but what I'm saying is the council that was designed uh, by him was like, here's our final fucking thing. This is bullshit. Like, going, awesome. And? Yeah, exactly. And Thank then? Thank no one then. Right. And then? <laughs> no one then. <laughs> Possibly the best entire fucking line from Dude, Where's My Car? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, my God. I can't believe you're quoting that movie. That um, the best line from it. Oh, then, dude, where'd you go? <laughs> no, no. Where's your car, dude? At? at where's your car, dude? <laughs> dude, dude where's, my where's my car? Where's your car, dude? Dude, where's my car? Where's your car, dude? Only Two thing lines. I remember from that movie. 
at Melts Vegas is reporting that MGM is no longer offering comp drinks to those playing Sigma Derby. Right now. And I'm assuming this is the point where I have to stop and oh, go with it. She's been waiting the entire <laughs> yeah. show to do this. The so then show. these nine bullet points Wait, right one, here. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, so I'm not supposed to say any of those. Okay, sorry. These one, aren't proppy, or these, are, these aren't newsy. These are proppy. Maybe I should try it. Of course. This story doesn't reference. <laughs> no, I, I actually think now it's my turn. Vital Vegas reports that the oh, topless no. show at Stratosphere pinup starring Claire Sinclair will close at the property March 4th, 2017. Men of the Strip, created by a founding member of 98 Degrees, is rumored to be replacing the show at the property. Wait, hold on. Which founding member? Because there's only one that I would pay to go Karen, see. I a assure you, if I use the word founding member, it isn't the guy you're thinking of. <laughs> you know, so that means it's not worth going to see. Actually, who is the only one you see. think is worth going to see, Karen? Oh, Nick Lachey. Oh, I gotcha. But honestly, even that, it's a male review, so I personally don't think any of them are worth going to see. Karen is very much like uh, like you and I are, Tony. are like going, so I can't have sex with her. I don't understand no, the so point like, of this. What, what's the point? And, what's and the point wait, of this? So hold on. So in all fairness, women tend to have body parts that men find very fascinating when they're jiggling and moving around. Right. There is no part about men jiggling and moving around that we find interesting. You're a big fan of my jiggling and moving. Well, you're mine. <laughs> right. I mean, you may look at it like, what is that thing doing? <laughs> what is happening? The rest of them, you're like, yeah. Would you stop and just do what it's supposed to do? None of them are attractive. They have a function that I really appreciate. It's like watching a rubber band uncoil. What the fuck is going on right now? <laughs> what is going on here? <laughs> um, I think we glossed over it, but I really do think we need to go back and talk about the fact that MGM is no longer offering comp drinks to those playing Sigma Derby because I am cons I am legitimately concerned. Is this even, even as minuscule as it is, is this the opening of the door of no longer offering comp drinks? Uh, now, this specific story doesn't reference Fremont, but I'm reminded of a situation that recently happened at Fremont, and it kind of... Nah, you'll, you'll see. Something about them bitching that places selling bulk views, aka retail locations, uh, were threatening their business. Now, under that guise, the people were... Now, under the guise that people were getting more drunk and belligerent, they won that battle, then proceeded to downgrade their booze options. I feel like this is where Vegas is steering the savvy visitor to. And you're not going to like this. Well, no, the properties aren't going to like this. Vegas, the place where you can do anything, is steadily taking all that is special about it and reducing it to the level that everyone else is. The same way that their pools and their $18 Malibu rum sugary drinks have caused some to sneak in some, I say some in quotes, without indicating that the person currently speaking does such a thing, but uh, that some sneak booze into cleverly disguised vessels so that they can simply order mixers and then properly create themselves a drink. I would encourage those, I don't know why I'm being coy and then I outrightly just encourage you to do this here, but just follow me. I would encourage those of you who don't drink beer to go to one of these stores, buy your liquor of choice, transfer it into a flask or something that is easy to carry around, and simply order mixers from the waitress because 
to be fair, with parking that they're starting to charge for and the shitty booze that they've downgraded, all the fucking things that they've done now, can we not uh, like uh, like an uh, like a perfect example? Hey, Tony, you're a, you're a you're a high end bourbon and 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 booze and scotch drinker, and Karen is a big fan of high end um, uh, 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 vodka with. You know, with Grey Goose, and you know, some people even consider well, that sounds bad. Sky is also considered in that realm. So, oh, Sky so I know I, I started to say that, and I'm like, oh, I don't believe you did that. Oh, I didn't mean to make it sound like that. But the point being, we had always understood that there were certain levels that were acceptable to be comped, and we would go in there and be like, what can I get away with? No, no, okay, I'll take that one. That one's good. That one's good. I'll, I'll, I'll take that. And now at this point, they won't even tell you those things. They'll, they'll just, oh, you know, okay. So, so at this point, they're just straight up trying to find an angle. So at this point, I declare war on you, pieces of shit. I think you should be going to these places, getting your booze uh, of choice. And, and at the same time, you're still helping to accommodate these, these waitresses who are working their ass off to, to do what it is they can for you. So you're not a beer drinker. Get your mixers. Get some quality booze. Mix your shit there. It's not going to be like the pools. The pools get real shitty about it if they catch you doing it. I assure you that it's going to be a while before the casinos give a fuck about it. To me, it's kind of the, the ultimate fuck you. Like, I hope your shitty booze goes stale. That's what I hope. I hope you lose money on your shitty beer that, or on your shitty fucking booze that you fucked us over. You can't even give us Captain Morgan. Listen, I love Captain Morgan's. I, I think it's a fantastic rum. Is it fucking high end that you need to fuck people over when they ask for it specifically? No. So, I would love to drag my salty nuts across you fucking pieces of shit and finally allow... Well, not finally. I, I, I think I kind of... God, yeah, I went he, down he a was dark, going grandiose and, and evil on that one. I went down a dark road. I thought salty nuts, and I'm like, I gotta find some way to throw it in here. And I, Instead I think of just I went, saying, drag my salty nuts across your face to say, here, how's that taste? That I mean, you could have done that, yeah, but... That was bad. You got saved me. Jesus Christ. I'm I... <laughs> I was just like, dude, was dark. What the hell <laughs> I felt it from Tony, and I saw it from him. I'm like, when I went bad, and, I went real bad. And I have to call you. Like, I hope your booze goes stale. It, it, booze doesn't go stale. Beer does. Wine does. Booze does not. I assure you, if they have rum sitting around for a decade, it's going to be shit. Well, right. a decade, yes. All right. Well, you know, offer shitty rum. I assure you, Vital Vegas ain't fucking drinking it. <laughs> if it ain't Captain Morgan, it's sitting in that goddamn vessel. <laughs> <laughs> That man, see, and, and to hear, this is where I love it gets busted. People who, like Rob, who drinks straight Sky, and like Karen, who will drink straight Grey Goose, and like, although, although to be fair, what I, I think, I, I will, what I know. think is most impressive is Scott doesn't drink straight Captain Morgan's. It's always Captain Morgan's and Diet. That, you can't slip that shit past Captain him. Captain Diet. He'll, like, no. the, one sip, that's not Captain Morgan. Or it's not <laughs> it's, Diet. It's amazing. He knows both. Both of them, he's like, Well, Diet's it. easy. I think I think diet's easy to figure out. I would hope so for most people, but you never know. But Captain Morgan, you cannot, because I know that's how the liquor distributors will like, go oh, taste just like it. Look, that's not it. I'm done. Well, it's You'll lose Scott for an entire evening, like, I'm done. It's not, it's not Captain Morgan, so I'm I fucking know. going home. <laughs> God damn it. God damn you. So I I don't like the, that they're not comping. I like your idea, idea by bringing your own in. There are certain lower end substitutes that are comparable. I so, agree. I agree. Again, as Goose is my favorite, I the Sky is great. There are Svedka, honestly, I love. But I will do Absolute 
in well, a bar. Anything less than absolute, I'm not. But thinking. I'm very much thinking of people like Rob and but, like. But you can tell the difference. Yes. You can tell if That's you get I mean. a shitty the, drink. Those of you who are this is not so what I asked for. like, think about it. You couldn't. I couldn't ask for a Miller Light, and you brought me a Bud Light. There's no fucking way right. you would get away with that. Right. So if you're asking for Sky Vodka. Just on the rocks, or you're asking. Uh, well, you're, if it's on the rocks, then you're screwed. Because you bring me something without even a mixer to try to mix it in, you're fucked. Well, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Those people, you can't pull that bullshit on. And and in Scott's you know situation, like you can't even Diet Coke can't trick him. Like uh, you need to understand who who it is that you're serving. If someone asks for those things, there's a pretty good shot they fucking know the difference. That's, that's my point. In fairness, though, I, I got to concede, I did notice, and I paid attention to this this couple of weeks ago when I was out in Vegas. Some places, when you, what, because I am a huge Bacardi fan, I can, He'll know. you know, He'll everybody know. has their, their own drink that can be their all-night drink, and it, and it won't cause them to pass out yes. or throw up. Or be sick Bacardi. as hell the next morning, yeah. But it, yeah, right. So Bacardi is mine. Bacardi is my all night drink. And I was, you know, um, I was getting it out of uh, truly out of a Bacardi bottle at, well, no surprise, Bellagio. I was getting it out of a Bacardi bottle at, I, I believe, um, Planet Hollywood. Mm -hmm. But we went to, I think, the Flamingo, maybe. And I ordered a Bacardi diet, and it was not Bacardi. And I instantly, I mean, the whole night turned around just like that. Yeah. All of a sudden, I'm not, because my body is now drinking something that's more along the lines of a cheap rum rubbing alcohol than the Bacardi <laughs> rum that I'd been drinking all night, and my night immediately was was over. I mean, <laughs> that might be where the, the angry tweet came from about my uh, meal that I'd gotten at their food court. Yeah. But I, can I go off on one other quick tangent? Of course. Oh, we, sat at, we sat at the bar and played video poker at Harrah's for probably an hour or two. And the bartender absolutely loves the new red light, green light. He said, because now what I'm getting is I'm getting people who legitimately want to gamble and legitimately want to drink while they're gambling. He said, those people know how to tip. Yeah. He said, oh, yeah. what pisses me off is he said, I had one guy come up and he put $3 in the machine and he said, hey man, can I get a drink? And, the, and he said, you know, I, I looked at his machine. I see that he's got a red light. I see that he's got three bucks in the machine. And um, I said, well, I, I you know, I, I explained to him that, you know, the new policy now is you've got to put $20 in. You run a couple of hands through the machine and your light will immediately then turn green. And it'll stay green. Consi relatively consistently, but you, you got to start with 20 bucks and you got to right. run a couple of, you know, hands through. Right. And the guy just got nasty with the bartender. And he said, buddy, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to explain to you that this, what the problem that we would get is people would come in yeah. and they'd put three bucks in people the machine. Like you they'd cheating. order a drink yeah. and then they'd bounce. Yeah. So he said, I love it. And I got to concede to you guys, you know what? I love it. And let me tell you why. Not one time, never, in the four days that we were on the Las Vegas Strip, did we ever not get four video poker terminal machines all together. All right. See, now that's exciting. Nice. 
That I like. That's exciting to hear that that they're because I think that's what what I was afraid of is that I like, well, I'm not a fucking you know I'm not a hardcore gambler. Like I'm gonna be here and I'm gonna be gambling pretty regularly, but you know I I may not be bet max, max bet. You know put I you know I'm gonna take care of you. I'm gonna do this. Shit. Like I thought that they were weeding us out. I love the idea that they're weeding out the people that are going, Fudge, put like five bucks in here. I can get a free drink and I can fucking bounce. Or I can just hang out here and bullshit and get free drinks. Those are the people I'm like, come on, no, get wanna, the fuck I, out of I here. I am willing to gamble. To your point, Tony, how many times have you walked up going, I want to gamble at this bar? None of these fucking people are gambling. They're just fucking sitting here. Can someone get the fuck out of my way so I can play? The Cosmopolitan. Yeah, we know. I've told you before, that's what happened at the Cosmopolitan. We all know. It it's me legendary. so irate. Yeah. But guess what this guy did? What? Did you go back to Cosmo? You went back to the Cosmopolitan. Oh my God, I want to hug you so. And, much. and wait, wait, hold on. So what did you do at Cosmo? We uh, we went and we had the Wicked Spoon buffet. <gasps> had a great time, okay. as always. Oh, yeah. oh, it, that that buffet does not ever disappoint. Oh my Yay. God, so good. And then we spent probably an hour gambling in the casino. Oh, and what did you play in the casino? Tony? Little. Little bit of everything, Karen. It has little got bit of this, little bit of that. It's the one thing that I am and very proud of it? that property is that I love that property, but it, like originally, oh, right off, it, it, it wasn't very accommodating to people like us that love it. And, and now they have. They have become much more accommodating so, as I'm far sorry. as limits. Mark's done. Tony, did you enjoy yourself? Fucking smack I, you. I, I had a nice time. I did. I, I had a nice time. It was. It was a, it was, it was the dealer, uh, the, the people that I dealt with were friendly. Uh-huh. Um, I, I had a nice time. The vibe certainly felt good. Uh-huh. Now, granted it was, you know, maybe a 11, 1130 on, on a, on a Wednesday, let's say, but it just, I, I liked the vibe. I felt comfortable in there. It certainly, it really is a beautiful property. I mean, I think it, I think it rivals really, um, the Bellagio. It's a different, certainly a different look. It's certainly di- a different feel, but definitely better. I, definitely better. Definitely feel. better. Yeah. Bellagio is um, old and dated at this point. Yes, but well, it, that's, yeah. that's <laughs> so true. Oh, your cute idea in the '90s win. Ugh. But no, so right. so. <laughs> oh, high end. <laughs> Let me just say, I am Tony. I'm very happy that you spent some time at the uh, Cosmo during your trip, and I'm glad you enjoyed yourself. Thank you. It was, it was nice. I, I, I'm looking forward to getting to do a little bit more. Uh, quite frankly, had I had it to do over again, and this was Christina's recommendation because I got to catch up with both Christina and and Brad. Love Egg him. Slut. I can't wait to have breakfast oh, at Egg no. Slut. Oh, me neither. Cannot wait. Oh. So that is. I don't know if that's. I, I don't. I, I don't. I haven't looked at the at the. Uh, it's open. Uh, 360 Vegas vacation itinerary, but if that's not on there, Karen, that might be something that you and I and and Jen will likely want to do because oh, I know we, that Jen there's really so wants that, to There's so many things about the people who are regular. Shut up. There's so many things about people who are regular parts of this show that fucking enrage me is the effort that I make to make sure that things like that are part of it and clearly displayed all over the places I can possibly make them that it's going to be a part of Vegas Vacation 4. Wasn't it? 
we literally going to talk about Vegas Vacation 4 and all the details every single fucking episode? No. On the blog, you can go to 360vegas.com or 360vegaspodcast.com because the guy that owns 360vegas.com, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking pissing me off. Yeah. Yeah, there's the link that clearly says, and we've announced multiple times on this show that x is okay, a part hold of on. it. So in our defense, you've announced a lot of things here and there. And in my defense, the effort that I make is you put, clearly no, you not do. valued no, you put, at all. Okay, it's only not valued. <laughs> Slim to no valued. It's only not valued by Tony and I. By the listeners, it totally is. You put way the amount of effort. Okay, I'm giving you to. That's not hot. Actually, no. to, be, <laughs> it is. To, to be fair, Alistair, that piece of shit, gets a huge piece of shit in the most loving way I could possibly say it. Um, it <laughs> loves when I create, I make such an effort to create these things like, oh, we're going to do this, we're going to do this, and nobody remembers, like, going, I love when you make all this effort and it doesn't work. I'm like, I will murder you one day. You will be the first <laughs> person. When I finally snap and go on my serial killing spree, it will be you that I start with. And I want to say for the record, I know how much effort you put in. That's not true. He's a, he's across the pond. I'm not going to make that effort. You might. No. no He'll you, be the honestly, last. He'll be the last. You know what? <laughs> You'll probably go on a spree. It'll be me, Tony, watch out. And then No, I love you guys. I, to me, I think you're kind of fucking with me. At least that's what I tell myself. So oh, you aren't the first victims on my on my Come on. Oh, I, so is Alistair. No way. Here's the deal. You want to take him out, Mark? You just, like, get into a cat fight and just scratch at him. The poor fucker's going to bleed out with the skin <laughs> that paper thin. <laughs> he's done. He's just, he's all done. of a sudden, he just falls oh. like a Mortal Kombat character. Uh, almost no oh effort. Oh, my God. All right, hold on. Almost no effort. get back on track. This is going right. too long. Who's next? Okay. It's not going too long I, uh, at all. It's me. It's going exactly it's where it should go. <laughs> The Neon Museum announced that they are offering personalized paver stones, which will be approximately 12 by 12. I don't know if that's feet or... Oh, it's got to be feet. In, totally got to be feet. By 12 Inches. Stop it. parking lot. We are, we are not you only... You should be happy We are not only inches. putting a Vice Lounge one, we're, we're fucking putting a, 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 a 360 Vegas just fucking... 12 by 12 fucking giant concrete logos. <laughs> awesome. Okay, so the, it's going to be a 12 inch by 12 inch uh, concrete block that's going to lead you from the visitor center to the neon boneyard. Uh, for those that have $500 burning a hole in their pocket, uh, that's about what it's going to cost you. And if you're interested, you can find a link on our blog. I was totally into this when I read it, when I read the, the press release. And I was like, we're totally going to do it. $500. I'm like, you're Fucking high. Are you kidding? Right. We totally should. Five hundred dollars? This is you know, neon boneyard. Disney yeah, doesn't even fucking charge. I that know, kind of because shit. we have our faces etched on a goddamn thing twice, at, twice in, in at Disney. Good luck finding it. We're not telling you, but it's there. It's in Epcot. I'll give you that much. It's in Epcot it's, in their little garden. One little Good luck. steel wall things. But for five hundred bucks, I totally would put a three sixty Vegas podcast logo right there it totally makes sense here's here's the problem Uh, in 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 20 years are people gonna walk along and be like going what is that (laughs) so i don't know maybe we're around in 20 minutes i don't know 20 minutes or 20 (laughs) maybe we'll still be relevant in 20 minutes karen i don't know i hope so because the end of this show is gonna be longer than 20 minutes Museum. Okay, then it's care. 
Sam's turn. Oh, it's my turn. <laughs> Keep it all the same. <laughs> We're having fun. We missed not, each other. You're not helping. We missed each other. And they missed all the stuff that led up to that. So they made us start laughing. All right. <clears throat> Just in time for it to be completely valueless. Uh, <laughs> someone Whoa. did that, right? Whoa, you are, you the are on the fuck wrong are page. You? Wow, this was a great lead up, and then you just fumbled it. Which you will leave in, and yeah, well, oh I mean, my I, god, I have acronyms. I think it's important. You do have acronyms. Well, you don't have to, you only have to spell them, you don't have to read them. <laughs> the Livkavla. <laughs> LVCBA is what it is. You don't have, it's not, it's not a, truly an acronym, it's just. All right. Now, now you're crushing in my group. I get excited. Because I know it. I, I'm terrible at acronyms. Obviously, yeah, I know that one. It's really, it's, it's hard to say, but I know it. <laughs> because apparently this is newsworthy. The LV CBA. It's <laughs> awesome. She's got to actually, it's almost like she's got to get a running start. To I know. I, I like how she's like, stop it. Shut up. Wait, I, can right, it. Hold on, hold I can do it. I can do Come it. I can do it. Come on, guys. Wait, I can do it. Hold on. Hold on. The LV CBA. Mm. Yes. Yeah. You hey. yeah. They Hold sent on. out a news release that has officially returned the Riviera into a parking lot. Construction on the new convention center isn't scheduled to begin until 2018. I like how she did the LVCBA, kind of like how some people will try to just phonetically pronounce like other languages. Like, I have no idea what I'm saying. But if I say these noises, I know that it means what, what I saw you want. letters. LVCBA. Did you? <laughs> I, I don't know the way you rushed through it. I kind of felt. Thanks. Thanks for ripping on me for something that I was obviously nervous about going into, but it's all right. Oh, you were nervous about, <laughs> reading, nervous about reading letters. letters. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. I think oh I Oh, God. Here we go. I've been for this all your life, Karen. Karen is right. Time. Here we go, Karen. Here's your big chance. 40 years you've been practicing for this. Here we right. go. <laughs> In and Out Burger is now open at the Link Promenade. Meh. I, you know what's funny? I, I haven't I haven't had a burger from there. Like I've I've had a Whataburger. I I, I thoroughly enjoy those. I'm sure In and Out Burger is going to be good. But here here's the problem. Inevitably, is there any way we aren't going to have this burger and be like going? Yeah, it was it was fine. I mean, there's nothing wrong. It was like like I remember Shake Shack. Oh my God, we're going to fucking have this burger. It's going to be amazing. And I ate it like it, this burger's fine. I don't I don't really know. It's so great about this fucking burger. I don't know. Tony, have you ever had an In-N-Out burger? I have, yes. And the only time I've ever had it is in Las Vegas. Of course. And we thought it was a fine enough hamburger. Right. It's just a hamburger. There you go. I I will decline from commenting. (laughs) (laughs) So so legal counsel has informed me. No, no, honestly, it's not that. I I, I haven't had... um, You haven't had one before? Or In-N-Out. No, I haven't. But I just... I saw the menu and I was like, seriously? All right. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Okay. So the March 3rd UFC event in Vegas has been canceled. There's no specific reason that was given for this cancellation. However, the event didn't have any fights attached to it yet, and this is the sixth time since 2012 that they've canceled announced events. I would love to rip on this, but you got to respect the company going, uh, you know what, we, we thought this was going to work, but it's not really coming together, so fuck it. Sure. Yeah. For those of you who like to learn all the goofy things you can make Siri do, 
Cosmopolitan has a virtual concierge named Rose. When you check in, they will give you a phone number you can text for sassy banter while helping you find things in Vegas. This sounds so fucking stupid to me. I can tell you exactly what she does. Well, okay, I can't tell you exactly what she does. I, I can <laughs> say with 90% confidence what this Rose does. Okay. We stayed at the... Yeah, we stayed at the Cromwell this past uh, trip out to Vegas. First oh, time. how good is it? How good is it? We're Honestly, super excited. Wait, we on, liked yeah, pause, Bills. Pause. We liked Bills. That's exciting. I Okay, I never stayed at Bills. I never stayed at either... Uh, Oh, how embarrassing. What was it before, Bill's? Barbary's. Thank you. Yeah. Never stayed at it when it was Barbary's. We, we liked it Bill's. because it was, a, it was a very cheap property. It was clean and old. It, it was old and dated. Super located. Clean. And yeah. that that's what we loved about it. Yeah. Now we're like, ooh, chic and fucking super located. Oh, all right. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. Here okay, we go. Boutique. All right. I loved it. Oh, I loved it. Makes me so excited. The uh, here's what I love about it. I love that it is a whopping five stories tall. Yes. Or, no, I think. Excuse me. Maybe it's maybe it's nine stories. It's, it, not it, it's nine stories. No, but you have the rooms above the uh, parking garage. So it's it's okay. And that means that because it's all of nine floors, an elevator is there within. 12 seconds of hitting the elevator button. Yeah, right. And it takes you even less time to get either from the casino to the floor you want to be on or vice versa. Yep. As opposed to staying at places like Paris where they've got 20 floors and it's going to take you two minutes to get an elevator and you stop at 13 floors on the way down. This was, you hit the button, the elevator was almost always ready and waiting for you. Yeah. You got on the elevator, and it took you straight to the floor you wanted to go to. That's exciting. Um, the rooms, I thought, were very nicely done. I have a couple of complaints that would echo the complaints on, like, TripAdvisor, which was, number one, it's a hardwood floor, which, believe it or not, after you've been on your feet all day, like you traditionally are when you're in Vegas and you're walking around it's you 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 really take for granted how nice it is to come back to a hotel room with carpeting mm. to have a little oh. bit of cushion underneath your feet um, okay. because the hardwood floor was was hard on your on your bare feet I feel you know? like you're coming back to your room Wait. a little too early because so no, no offense I'm like I kick my shoes off and then I'm on the bed <laughs> I also feel well, like if, we might be showing our age a little bit because Otherwise, you're like, oh, I need something soft on my feet. Otherwise, just, oh, the shoes are off and I'm happy. Maybe a little bit of age associated with that, too. I wouldn't I, say oh, it's I'll age. I think it's we push ourselves no, to the limits. Like, yeah. oh, then we're done. Yeah. The yeah. other complaint uh, that I had with the room, and this one is the most predominant complaint Oops. on TripAdvisor, that lighting is very poor in the rooms. They don't have any overhead lights except for, like, in the bathroom. Oh, yeah, it's meant to be dark and sexy. See. Right. Okay. It's well. It's it's too well, dark. Dark would help the sexy, especially at our ages. But you know. Well, and right, exactly. <laughs> but when you've got dark hardwood floors and you know deep mauve colored uh, wallpaper, it just it makes the room just so dark. Right. So, yeah. but listen, I loved the room. I I. I never thought I would love being on the fifth floor and being from the casino floor to the hotel room in 60 seconds. Oh, I mean, truly, guys. Amazing. From, 
going up the elevator and walking down the hallway took about 60 seconds and we were not near the elevator so just to be able to it was it was great i would i would absolutely not only stay there again but encourage people to most definitely give it a try one of our favorite places we've ever stayed was at um bally's and it's because we were on floor two yeah so it was like boom boom hotel room boom now i'm on the casino like this is the greatest thing ever (laughs) yeah yeah. yeah, I get. Yeah, I get it. Absolutely. So yes. So all right. So the uh, Cromwell has their own version of a virtual concierge. You give them your cell phone number, and then um, whoever the the the. And again, they've given her a female name. He'll say, "Hi, Tony," or "Hi, Mr. Snyder." Um, this is Natalie, your virtual concierge. How was your check-in experience? Please text one through five on how well you thought it was. And you text like, you know, five. Great, the next text message pops up. Great, so glad you had such a positive experience. How are you enjoying your room? On a scale of one to five, what do you think? Okay, so I just, again, type five. Great, so glad that you're having a nice time in our Cromwell room. Is there anything I can do for you? And I'm just like, all right, I'm I'm done with you, Natalie, or you know, whatever the fuck. The okay, name is. okay, that's Good, that's not what Rose is like. That's not what Rose is like. Rose is like, where can I find the the best strip clubs? Like, going, oh, that's some naughty talk there. I can't help you out with that. But secretly, you could go here. Like it, it's it's meant to be sassier and and, oh. and, and naughtier. And you're like, oh, just fucking tell me. Like I don't need. The extra commentary, like if I'm a person that literally wants to reach out. Wait, to the so concierge, you would like Cromwell? You would not like Rose? Well, yeah, she just gets what? No, see, Rose uh, Cromwell is just like it's a survey. It, it, yeah. All it is a, is a fucking text survey. But uh, like uh, Cosmopolitan's is like, I asked you a question and you're like, on, oh, so you would like to go out to a strip club? So you're a naughty boy, but like, on, I don't need the fucking commentary. I need the information. So shut the fuck up and tell me what it is that you need. That's why I'm like, I get why it's kind of cute. Like, I remember when I first got Suri, I'm like going, oh, Suri, what do you think about this? And she answered, like, you learn all the things. Like, oh, it's so funny. But it's like, first of all, you're in Vegas. Second of all, if you literally think this is any more entertaining than 10 minutes, fucking stop listening to this show because I want nothing more than to choke you until you're on the edge of death. (laughs) All right, then. (laughs) I have a lot of pent up snark. Who's who's reading the next one? That'd be you, Tony. Tony Lennon. (laughs) I don't want to kill you. I just I want to make you laugh. Actually, it's your turn because I did the March third UFC. But it's that Karen. No, I did the series. Oh, which means it's you. So it's my part. Correct. And, <laughs> and no matter how new nickel and dime I fucked that whole thing up I'm going to leave it all in too and no matter how the new nickel and dime Vegas tries to fuck visitors people continue to set attendance records in 2016 an estimated 42.5 million people visited Las Vegas breaking their attendance record for the third year in a row I hate you Millennials, I hate you for paying four hundred dollars for eighty dollar bottle of booze. Why do you uh, assume it's millennials? You're talking about attendance records. Setting attendance records. Right. Which would be people who haven't been to Vegas before, right? 
No, it would be the number of people that are in Vegas. Oh, so you're saying it's got nothing to do with new people. It's saying that the people that like it just yes. visit more Attendance frequently. Yes, records. Okay. The number number of people that go. I, I, don't I hope, that I hope the, you're right, despite the fact that they seem to keep adding new fees to everything. And somehow we're like, oh, I just want to keep coming back and get fucked over as often as possible. Or, or hold on, there are people like us that love the city and are now older and can afford to go back when to we get want to. get fucked over as frequently as possible. Okay, but you're going to get fucked over when you go, no matter where you stay, because everyone now charges a resort fee. So it's not millennials putting up this. Oh, my God. But here's the deal. No, you don't But here's the deal. He's looking at me. Vegas is no longer. I'm putting a shield up because I'm getting, like, venom stares across the road. Glares of evil. Vegas is no longer the bargain destination that it once was. You're right. So if Vegas is going to have the same sort of resort fees and parking charges that Chicago and Seattle and New Orleans have, then guess what? Maybe I'm going to start going to places I've never been to before, like Chicago and New Orleans and Seattle. I mean, I'm, I'm making those up as hypotheticals, but that's right. that's my point. If, if Vegas isn't the bargain draw that it once was, then Vegas needs to be real careful that people are going to say, well, what's the difference? Why should I go back to Vegas and pay for something that I didn't have to pay for before? And if I'm going to have to pay for it, I might as well try somewhere new that I've never been. He's right. So wait, so hold on. I get this. Both of you. I get this. What I'm saying is they've been adding these fees year after year after year. Resort fees, parking fees, everything else. And, you know, your article said... Third, you know, increasing attendance records for the third year in a row. I think that it would have been very important to have known what the breakdown was yeah. of the 42.5 million people that visited last year. What percentage were first-timers? What percentage of them were second-timers? And then what percentage of them were, let's just say, three-plus? Yeah, I mean, so, I, 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 th- I think logically it makes sense that this would be new people because the people who love Vegas, who have been there many a times, are the ones who were outraged at all these things. Do you really think they're the ones continue uh, like going... This fucking bullshit. Okay, wait. So hold on. So hold on. We're going eight times this year instead of five. You've done this on your show, though. People that go to Vegas on a regular basis. Karen, we've gone less a year because of all this bullshit. No, it wasn't because of this bullshit. It was because of other reasons. That's fine. But people that go on a regular basis are still going on a regular basis and paying the fees. But not anymore. They're not going more than no, they they're used not. to go. But they will go the same number of times and But they're pay not the going fees. more. You're not setting new attendance records by going the same amount. Right. So there are new people that are being introduced to Vegas. So you're keeping your core audience because they love Vegas and they want to go. And the younger ones, you're right, are coming in and coming more. Or the older retirees are all of a sudden like, oh, Vegas, I like to do this. Let's go there more. You're, you're keeping your core because your core isn't changing. Well, again, we don't know that. And I think, Karen, that the other thing that we're not taking into consideration, and this is not a Tony Snyder original thought. I've got to give great, great credit to Ted Newkirk of uh, Access Vegas. He's saying right now, and and I'm paraphrasing, so... Do, do be aware, I, I'm slightly putting words in Ted's mouth, but is Vegas starting to rely perhaps too heavily on the conventioneers such that 
if the economy turns south, and this is my pontification now, if this if the economy turns south and all of a sudden corporations don't have the 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 free wheeling money to spend to send folks off to Las Vegas for conventions is has Las Vegas over the last five to ten years become too reliant upon people coming into town for conventions. Think about it, they lost, what was it, Zarkana at at Aria to build a convention center. Yeah. We lost Riviera to expand the convention center. Wow, what happens point. if another great recession comes around and people, corporations aren't doing conventions anymore? That's a great point. Is, is Vegas becoming too reliant? That's a, that was a, that was a just kind of, throwaway conversation that Ted no, and I no, had and, briefly, and so throw, I gotta and, give and, and, and it's a good, but on top of this, Tony, you've experienced Tunica before, and I'm not trying to get people to go to Tunica. I'm not fucking in their pocket or anything, but what we have said before is that Tunica is very much like Vegas in the sense that you get great food, great minimums, and you get comp drinks. At what point do you go, well, Jesus Christ, I got to pay for all this bullshit. Why don't I just fucking go to Tunica and get to enjoy all the things that I love about Las Vegas? And, you know, they're, like, completely enclosed in Tunica because you can't go anyplace else outside of that. Well, I Whoa, I see your point. Yeah, you're kind of trapped there. Yeah. yeah. Tony's yeah, been there. I got, knows. I got you. I got you. Vegas, there's other things you can do. You can see the dam. You can go see locals. There's all kinds of but I mean, stuff. If, 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 if it is the core things that they do that you love... At what point do you not just find those places and but, go, fuck it, I'm just going to go there? Yeah, I know, but... All right, I might have been arguing with you, so I'm going to stop. Yeah. Okay. I don't need to pay an extra $500 to do something I can do right over here. Yes. And, and I think they've got to be very, very careful about that. Yeah. So, all right, moving on. Uh, Z Capital, which is a private equity firm like the ones that own the Cosmopolitan and Caesars Entertainment, they have been approved to purchase Affinity Gaming. Now, Affinity runs 11 casinos across the United States, but if you are familiar with any of them, it would probably be Silver Sevens, which was formerly Terribles. It's off of Paradise Road, just down from the Hard Rock. You can expect nothing else interesting to come from any of this news. You know what, this is helpful if, if depending on where the other 11 casinos are, if they have a small but growing footprint for where you can go and gamble and be able to use the gambling uh, average daily theoretical that you build up at one casino to take right. it to a different casino. Right. For room purposes. See, to me, the annoying part about this is I made the effort to get down to Terribles, and you know, I got my chip, I got my cards, they did all that shit. Then I changed it to the Silver Sevens. I'm like, God damn it, I don't want to go all the way down there again. Yeah. <laughs> and Vital Vegas is Jesus Christ. None of those words were there. None of those words were even Vital closely Vegas there. Vital Vegas was there. You're absolutely right. You got two of the, the of the eight words you used correct. Of the eight of the four. I don't know. Just go. Whatever. Right, here we go. <laughs> Vital Vegas informs that the remodeling of the... The remodeling of... How do you Biscayne? say this? Biscayne. To be yeah, fair, Biscayne. that's... that's like you you have to know, yeah. What they said, restaurant. <laughs> and Tropicana is complete and has reopened on the property. This just in, it's... Closing for renovations again. Biscayne closed for renovation. I had no idea it was closing. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, can I? This is actually very funny. Can I? Can I take a swing at this one? Absolutely. Go ahead. 
Vital Vegas informs that remodeling of Biscayne Restaurant at Tropicana is complete and has reopened at the property. Wait, this just in, Biscayne at Tropicana is closed for renovations. <laughs> I had no thank idea. You. I, had, I had absolutely thank no you, idea. Tony. Thank you, thank you. Sorry. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tramping on it so I can't even then remove what you did to do it. So, enjoy. You, you gotta give me, you gotta me seconds when you when you just layer. There were on. seconds. No, oh, there, there were tenths of a second. Yeah. And finally, not that. And finally, at Melt Vegas was reporting that, according to a restaurant owner in Vegas, Station Casino's business has increased by 10% since MGM Resorts started charging for parking. As expected. Mark will do his due diligence to confirm such claims, but we agree with him. The idea is exciting enough to report. Oh, how great would that be? That we said, so you basically just said, locals go fuck yourselves, and they're like, all right, fine. Oh, I would love that. Oh, yep. oh, oh 40, 40, 42 million people come to visit you, and somehow we lost, you know, $20 million. But yeah, well done, MGM, and all yep. you idiots who have followed suit. Yep. Absolutely. This is good good for locals. Good for locals for finally just saying you don't want you clearly just don't want yeah. my gambling dollar. Yeah. You don't want us here, so fuck it, we're not coming. Yep. Good for them. Yep. Well I guess that's gonna do it for news and prop bets. Let's move on to coming attractions. Attractions is the portion of the show where we share with you acts and artists outside of the usual residencies that will be performing in Vegas in the future. This segment is brought to you by tickets.accessvegas.com. If you're going to a concert or events in Las Vegas or anywhere in the world, treat yourself right by grabbing great premium seats at tickets.accessvegas.com. First up, love it, Rick Astley most famously known for the prank Rick Rowling, is performing something other than his signature song Never Gonna Give You Up Never Gonna, never gonna Give You Up you down. <laughs> Never Gonna and Desert You <laughs> So he's gonna be at the Pearl at Palms Saturday, June 20, uh, January 21st. Show starts at 8pm and tickets start at an unbelievably Far too inexpensive price of thirty-two dollars. Far too inexpensive. You should be charging way more than that. You're crazy to hear. Never gonna give you up eight times. Yeah, right. Two bucks is great. <laughs> and then here's how I sang it over in Germany. Ein zu ein, nach nichts you ein, and it just randomly starts going into ninety-nine lift balloons. Oh, Lord in heaven. I love the 80s. <laughs> and a perfect circle is performing at the Pearl at Palms on Friday and Saturday, April 7th and 8th. Shows start at 8 p.m. and tickets start at 56 bucks. I have a particular song that I love by them, but I'm not going to start singing it here. I don't know if you knew this. When my old man and I went to see Nine Inch Nails, Perfect Circle opened up for them. Did they sing Judith? Well, of course it was the first album. Uh. Yeah. Pat Benatar is at the Pearl of Palms Friday, March 24th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $34. Well done for you, girl. 
I would spend $100 to see Pat Benatar and Rick Astley singing together. <laughs> I would, would, I would, I would spend $100 and... to join you and watch you enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> I would pay them $100 to watch me karaoke to their music. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, Rick, watch this. Watch there's, this. there's a whole market we can design for this. We're like, 360 Vegas Vacation 5, watch this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Pat, love is a battlefield. I, I can show you. That, that, that's what we get to pull. Artists who watch us mutilate their songs. And <laughs> oh my god. How is that not like a you reality shut, show? You watch. You sit there and you watch. We are honoring doing. you. We are honoring you. <laughs> This is a tribute to this, how much you, we love you. Inspired you inspired You smile. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, see, so you need, get a bit. I need a Rick Pat medley going on right now. <laughs> oh, and, and then there's this. Ariana Grande is performing Fellatio at the MGM Grand uh, Garden Arena Saturday, February 4th. Show starts at 7.30 p.m. Tickets start at $30. I think yeah, Tony... She's, she's going to have a sore jaw. I think Tony can very much appreciate the exact argument that you and I have had, that there are certain people out there who are very visually attractive that and, and, and talented in her case. Uh, Honestly, uh, I, I would prefer to listen to her than to see her. Yeah, I, but then it's like the more you get to know them or know or hear about them, you're like, I don't even find you attractive and can't tolerate you in any way, shape, or form. And she yeah. is... Very, very young in her career, reached that status. Yeah, so much so that we're going to move on. So Panic at the Disco is performing at Mandalay Bay on Friday, March 24th. Show starts at 7 p.m. and tickets start at 40 bucks. Those of you familiar with that slur know that Karen is on her downward spiral. So we'll finish this up with, oh, don't be upset. That's a cute joke. Don't be sad because I'm teasing you. happening but that's you you keep sweet mark has decided decided something's funny oh stop now this is amazing and i wish i could uh, oh i wish i could be a part of this keith sweat will perform a 15 show short-term residency at the flamingo starting january 17th through february 4th show starts at 7 30 p.m tickets start at 60 dollars those of you who follow us on twitter or follow me on twitter the entire concept that I had about, oh, I'm 90s and I'm, oh, I'm listening to my high school, school, this news inspired that. I would pay double this to see Keith Sweat. Oh, my God. Girl, I bet I can make you sweat. Like, oh, I would <laughs> totally fucking see Keith Sweat in our I want to. All right, stop, oh, stop. I love stop. this. I would totally fucking see Keith Sweat. Big time. Come on, 15 Tony. shows. Come Tony. on, Keith. Tony. Do some May Don't. stuff. Late May and early June. Keith. <laughs> Don't forget, you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists we report on our coming attractions calendar on the blog. Let's check the river. As is the most common feature in the river, it's you. You, the listener. We have some listener feedback. <laughs> Are you kidding? 
We have listener feedback. However, we haven't received the feedback yet. But that feedback will be in the form of a Twitter poll because those are fun and interactive. Now, in light of the spirited debate our listeners have joined in on regarding the best burger in Vegas, we are doing a Twitter poll because you all seem to have a fucking opinion that doesn't seem to match up with mine when it comes to Broadway Burger, right along with my cohorts who were colluding. We had some people give us some shit about, aren't you guys cohorts? Cohorts? Host. (laughs) I felt like you were villainous on that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Especially if we don't agree with his I know, whichever burger, Broadway me, burger. You were against me. Uh, your sits. Your sits is what it boils down to. No, no, wait a minute. No. I would be a Sith. I'm a Sith because there's absolutes and you're. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I, here. I give up. If you, <laughs> my hands are up. I give up. I'm my done. Hands are I up. give up. Right. Are. <laughs> All right. So, what we would like to know is what is your favorite place to get a burger in Vegas? There are going to be two rules. It has to still be open. It has to still yeah, be open. We heard, you. we heard you. Oh, really? Because you, you didn't in the goddamn review. And it has to be in the market we cover, a.k.a. no local joints. The bowl will be up for a week. We will show the results on next week's show. Expect a series of these because this is kind of a fun idea. That's, this is a very cool idea. Yeah. I would love to know what the listeners think is the is the best burger place. I'm a big fan. I've said it before. I'm a big fan of the uh, Burger Brasier that's in between Bally's and Paris. Yeah. I know you like Brooklyn Burger. It's Broadway Burger. Jesus Christ! Whatever. Wow, this is a this is a giant fumble, but in the greatest way ever. <laughs> it really is. I couldn't have planned this. I couldn't have written it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you wrote it the minute you told me to start pouring the bourbon. Right? I know, right? Hooray! We, we all know how this story ends. I know, right? <laughs> what? Good. We rewrite it. Good is what it means. <laughs> it always ends the same. But yes, yes, we do have some email. Boom. All right. So, and, and I'm reading this literally the way it's on this piece of paper. Don't be a dick. Conversation is on the Gordon Ramsay restaurant ban, and Karen mentions she ate at the pub because she had to because she was starving, and Mark replies, quote, I was starving too, and I refused to eat at that fucking piece of shit's place, unquote. It doesn't get much better than that, guys. If time off means instant classic lines during the show, then please take all the time you need because I love every minute. You keep me rolling through my nights, third shift trucking Rudy. That's awesome, right? <laughs> Please, Karen, share share the next. Oh, I get the next one. Situation. Sure. It's about me. Where it's gold. Not sure who it came from, but apparently I got recognition for a memorable line on Twitter. <laughs> I love this. That you. This is a perfect perfect example of how Karen doesn't read along, which I think adds some class to the show, or or adds some fun. You're like, I have no idea who this is from, but you're literally going to read who it's from. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Let me start over then and read what is on the screen. Karen got recognition for a memorable line on Twitter by at Hollywood31 when she said, Casinos saying customers are asking to pay for parking is like an abusive husband saying his wife asked him to beat the shit out of her. Aww, she's trying so hard. You know what? Hey, listen, here's the fun part. And this is what the listeners at home really need to understand and appreciate. 
Listeners, whatever you've been doing for the last two hours of this podcast, two hours and 20 minutes of this podcast, imagine you've been drinking all that time. Uh, well, and, and, and on top of that, like a lot of people have given us credit, like going, you know what I love about you guys' show is it's almost like you're hang- especially with the casino ambiance we have in the back, it's almost like friends have gotten together in a casino and just bullshit. And we try to create the atmosphere. Like, I adore hanging out with Tony. I adore giving Karen shit. I and I hope and then, you... In, uh, so hold on. So hang, you know, try hanging out with your friends and then asking them to read something. Right. Right. Yeah, and yes. That, thank you, Karen, because that's ultimately at the end of the day. Now imagine that you've been drinking for two and a half hours, and you're being required to read something and, and you it's can't right record it. Your week has sucked. It's it's rough, and now you're hanging with friends, and you're yeah, you well, got drinking. And I said, read this, and you're like, especially in the in between, because you can you can hear us bantering like without without any kind of script. That all sounds fine. Okay, now I agree this. Focus. This guy was doing this, right? I do. I know my eyes need work. But there yeah. is no acting involved in this. This is friends enjoying the fuck out of each other, but with a script. So every once in a while, we're like, and I oh, shit, we it. have to go back to the script. The <laughs> hate it. <laughs> no, I think, I, I, think, I think Tony will sum up the next level of, um, of glory. So a week later, after the release of our Broadway Burger Review... Rudy shared his appreciation for another comment we made via email. Apparently, Mark says, Gordon Ramsay is worse than the devil because he somehow employed the devil to work for him. So, yeah, I don't like you, Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> Every episode is like a giant Sunday, and one of you will always place a cherry on top. We got this from Third Shift Trucking Rudy again. He just, uh, just loved the idea that... And I remember... I very vividly remember we recorded this is that I was arguing like how much I hated Gordon Ramsay and I'm like going oh, wait a minute for some reason in, in in my head I've now created a scenario where Gordon Ramsay is so evil he somehow works in hell and employed the devil to work for him <laughs> I, I remember that oh it just makes me so happy <laughs> alright we have one more Karen good luck oh wait why Be- because it's amusing right this comes from Chris Hall. He says, hey, man, hope all is well with you and the pup is healing well. Thanks. I love this He's kid. He's getting it in there. He's awesome. In episode 218, you called Crown's Acquisition a sister company to Crown Resorts. They're not related in any way. Crown Acquisitions is a New York-based real estate holding company. Crown's Resorts is an Australian-based hotel company. Just thought I'd let you know. Glad to have you all back on my podcast queue. Ciao. Dustin Holland. I absolutely well. That's not Chow. That's Seahall. <laughs> Seahall, but for Chris Hall. I, I thoroughly Chow. love that you read it as Chow, but Chow. <laughs> anyway, I cannot. I'm not one of those guys that I'm like, how fucking dare you challenge me? I love that somebody else is like called you out. The- yeah, I did. You fucked that up. One, but but it's not even that. Like he's he's super awesome about it. like going. No, dude, I looked into this. I, I did some homework when, when I reported that Crown Acquisitions was a sister company of Crown Resorts because similar to what Caesars Entertainment has done where they've created a parent company that's like Caesars Acquisitions and Caesars Expansion, that Crown has done something like that. However, what I missed was that it isn't named Crown Acquisitions. It's something like Crown Expansion or some bullshit like that. So he is 100% right. 
Crown and Packer, the guy that was fucking Mariah Carey and he came to his senses anymore. before he married her. He is absolutely right. Crown Acquisitions is not part of James Packer or Kerry Packer. I, I never remember which Packer it is. Yeah, he he is not a part Fudge. of that. <laughs> I was fighting that joke, but it is not the same thing. The people who bought into Steve Wynn's new Plaza Mall or whatever, they have no connection to the Packers. Well, I guess that's going to do it for episode 219. That's how we end it. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so by going to the blog, which is 360VegasPodcast.com. You can support the show via purchasing things from our affiliates such as Amazon, Caesars Entertainment, tickets.accessvegas.com, Earth Limos, or you can just make a PayPal donation. You can also buy merchandise from our store, which is zazzle.com slash 360vegas. We do get a cut of those profits, or you can help others find the show by reviewing us on iTunes. If you would like to send some feedback, both written or audio, much like Chris and Truckin'... Rudy did. <laughs> sorry, I had to, sorry, I had to go back and look at my notes. I thought it, I really thought it would trip off my tongue the minute I opened my mouth, but I was like, no, that was an epic fail. Folks, so yeah, two hours in, you have to expect the amount of alcohol is going to be pretty significant. <laughs> but if you want to be just as cool as Chris and Rudy were, you abs- and and Hollywood at Hollywood Thirty One, you just need to go to the Three Sixty Vegas Podcast at gmail.com address and uh, shoot Mark an email. Tony, where can people find you? I am over at 360 Vegas Tony. Karen. I'm at Karen Mark. I'm thrilled to be back. We fully expect to be a regular weekly show again. And uh, until next time. Yeah.